Todd Ski from YMM Podcast is a regular contributor here on the Country 93.3 Morning Show and just happens to be a big film buff, too. How you doing, Todd Ski? Hey, not too bad, my friend. Not too bad. How you doing? I'm doing great. Um, let's talk a bit about uh, this film thing uh, because the Interplay Film Festival is coming up. Uh, what What's the deal on this thing and, and, and how do people get involved? Basically, uh, we brought on the Film Fest last year. And what we want to prove is that when you hear the word independent film, it's not just someone on YouTube with a handheld camera kind of making some funny videos. We want to prove that independent film is just as good, if not better, than any of the stuff that you see come out of Hollywood these days. So we started the, myself and Tito started the film festival with Events with Buffalo, uh, just because it kind of matches with the, the whole Interplay Film Festival so well. It's a visual and performing arts festival. And you really can't get more visual than film, right? So we want people to uh, basically submit uh, any film that they have. Uh, we don't, it uh, doesn't matter length, it uh, doesn't matter type. Uh, we're looking for any and all films from, from anyone in all places. It could be a, uh, right here in Fort McMurray, uh, anywhere in Alberta, or all across the globe. Now, do I need experience, Todd Ski, to make this happen? Like, 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 if I've never made a film before, can I still get in on this? Absolutely. We're looking for everyone, even if people that are just itching to, to try their hand at directing for the first time and, and they just want to try it out. We're looking for your submissions because I think that might be some of the best work someone does, right? Oh, I think so, too. But, if, but what if I'm a little nervous about getting in? Is there a chance that I can work with some other people on this, too, or is this like a solo project only? Well, with the, uh, the benefits of film, you can work with groups, you can work with your friends, you can work with even paid actors. Uh, there's actually two components to this film festival. We got the actual film festival where you submit films, and they're judged based on a, a panel of judges from the organizers. Or you can actually jump on with your uh, friends and your partners to uh, the 48-hour filmmaking challenge. That's the real fun one, where basically you're given 48 hours to uh, write, uh, shoot, uh, and edit a short film. Oh, that sounds like it'd be kind of fun. Oh, absolutely. That is the most exciting part. It was a real big hit last year. We had six teams, uh, and we're hoping to just make it bigger and better this year. All right, Totsky, I need a website where people can get all kinds of information on the Interplay Film Festival. Everything uh, is up at ymmpodcast.com. We got the submission forms, uh, the submission guidelines, uh, all the pre-info for the 48-hour filmmaking challenge. Uh, the email address, uh, we actually have a special email address. Everything you ever want to know is at ymmpodcast.com. It's all about the Interplay Film Festival, and I appreciate you joining me today on the program, Totsky. Hey, I look forward to uh, seeing you out there, Jerry. Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. He's been a pop culture icon since the 60s, and 10 years ago, Sam Raimi brought him to life with what was once considered to be the greatest comic book movies of all time. Except, of course, for number three. Well, this infamous trilogy seems like it was a lifetime ago, as we now live in a world where just the thought of a jazz-tapping, boogie-strutting Tobey Maguire makes even the most dedicated Van shiver. This week on Cinephiles, we spoil the absolute shit out of the latest Marvel reboot, The Amazing Spider-Man. Strap yourselves in, folks. It's time to get geeky.
Previously on Cinephiles, we discuss Prometheus and the genesis of the Alien movies and the franchise. On this issue, we will discuss Mark Webb's reboot of The Amazing Spider-Man. Stay tuned, true believers. Excelsior. In 1991, James Cameron... That was fucking horrible. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> In 1991, James Cameron was just coming off the heels of Terminator 2 considered probably one of the biggest box office successes of its time. Little did we know that he would follow that with, with Titanic. But before that happened, he was approached by MGM to make Spider-Man, the feature film. He was all raring to go, except there were legal issues. Sony had the rights to the animated series. MGM had the rights to the movies. Marvel had to decide who was going to get to make that movie. By the time that rolled around, James Cameron had moved on to Titanic. It sat in purgatory for about 10 years before anyone even touched it. Then a young, kind of somewhat indie director comes into basically Sony's, Sony, uh, Sony Studios and goes up to the executives and says, I know this character. I can give you guys the Spider-Man that everybody wants to see. And so in 2000, 2000 actually, Sam Raimi started production on tentatively titled The Amazing Spider-Man, which later changed to the title Spider-Man. 2002 rolls around, breaks record records and breaks the mold for the superhero genre. Before that, superheroes were either in tight leather or just referenced, like movies like The Punisher, and even X-Men isn't that accurate compared to the comics. 2002 rolls around, we have Spider-Man. For the next 10 years, a dynasty is built where every basically two to three years, we'd have a Spider-Man sequel. And instead of losing the rights to the film franchise, Sony decided to reboot it back in 2008 after uh, they came to a disagreement with Sam Raimi. And now we have the amazing Spider-Man. I don't know about you, man, but nothing gets me more pumped than that long intro. <laughs> that was good. All right, that was awesome. You're a dick. <laughs> no, like, I was thinking like, right, like, I had no idea about James Cameron. No, that was good for yep. the podcast. The original script was uh, the Sandman and Electro were the original villains, and the Sandman was going to be played by Edward Norton. Hmm. Yeah, oh, really. Yeah, and there was going to be a sex scene on the Brooklyn Bridge where uh, Spider-Man uh, ties up Mary Jane. Welcome to this week's edition of Cinephiles. Today we're reviewing the amazing Spider-Man reboot, directed by Mark Webb. I am Hyperphotonic. To my right, we have... Todd Followed by... Stacy. Followed by... Bensky. And... Ashcake. Featuring... Zach. And... Steve. All right, the amazing Spider-Man. Um, Before we get going, Zach, this is your first podcast with us. Indeed, it is. Uh, famous from such international blockbusters as Box yeah. and uh, what's the music video called? How about Steve and Derek, Puppy Love? How's yes. That? How about Where Are You? Where Are You? Yeah. He has only Best Actor winner at the Interplay. He has a title to defend in a couple weeks, guys. What what is it with defending titles? They're champions. They're the fucking. It's not fighting. This is. It's. It's it's our championship. Don't don't do that. No, don't do that with this. It's more like a pageant than it is like a box. Yeah, yeah. I was going to recommend like pass the pass the crown on to the next champ. Unless you're Tom Hanks, because he won two back to back Best Actor Oscars. Really? Is he the only one that's done? Yeah, Forrest Gump and he holds the record. Philadelphia. Hmm. That yep. was back to back. Two that was years back to back. Yeah, I think Philadelphia was first. Yeah, ninety three and ninety four. Yeah, 
Yeah, then Forest Code. Cool. So, first time podcasting. Welcome, Zach. Well, thank Been you. trying to get you on there for a while, and you get to come on the the Geek Extraordinaire Show yes. on Cinephiles. Awesome. So, as Tito said, we were checked out. We all checked out. Actually, all of us in this sit around dining room table studios, we all checked out Spider Man on opening night. I guess you can call it opening night or the midnight no, the mid- showing mid- at eight the, o'clock the day before. The midnight showing that was at eight p.m. <laughs> it was an odd release because of uh, President's Day. Uh, President's Day, where it fell right because it was obviously it's everything's catered towards the American audience. So. You mean Independence Day, Tito? Huh? Independence Day. Oh, right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you when does President's Day fall? President's Day. Day is August 1st for them. Oh, our, our yeah. Holiday, Good call. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, it's uh, the Correction. long weekend. <laughs> <laughs> the, lo- the, long, uh, the long weekend. So, uh, I guess to <laughs> Canada's <laughs> benefit. <laughs> no, no. To Canada's <laughs> benefit, we got, the, we got it the a day early. A day early, almost, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. I didn't even know that part. So basically, how do we, do we want to discuss the movie again? Like as you heard, or as I might input now when I edit it, Tito just gave a pretty good background to how this worked out. Contrary to a lot of, or contrary, or in spite of, contrary. Anyway, <laughs> surprising a lot of people, including myself, James Cameron was actually involved with this in the first one. But who was contrary. Fox owned the rights at that point too? No, it was uh, it was a battle between MGM and Sony. Uh, at the time, it was Columbia TriStar. But let's look back at the history of Spider-Man because, like, it goes back to there was actually a live-action '60s TV show. Yep. Right before the famous '60s cart was the '60s or '70s cartoon. '70s, 70s, 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 70s cartoon. '60s '60s cartoon '70s TV show. Oh, so '70s was the live-action, yeah. and it only went for like what, like five episodes. Uh, I'm not sure. It didn't I don't go, think anyone really watched it. Yeah. yeah like the, the '70s cartoon was like a guy talking like Darth Vader, kind of. It was, but like I, I still remember the '70s cartoon like growing up, right? So that was still. Kind of prevalent somewhat. Like, I'm sure. Oh, that was heavy on syndication. Yeah. Yeah. But no one knows the live action one, right? Yeah. So, Spider Man's been in Hollywood, quote unquote, like, for quite some time. Well, that's what's interesting about the character because it's like he is Marvel's heavy hitter, right? Like, that is Marvel's biggest property, Spider Man. And oddly enough, like, that you can see, we had a marathon before the premiere where we watched the Spider Man trilogy. And it was, like, direct, too, actually. Well, what I found interesting is just, like, how much they uh, focused on the origin in the Raimi trilogy because they they basically like not many people would know what the the character even the sixties cartoon didn't really go over his origin like they kind of glaze over it right and he yeah. and if like we said in the nineties cartoon Which they is, don't even do it until season two yeah, it, it, yeah, like yeah. the first episode is like Night of the Lizard and he's already Spider Man and yeah, he just yeah. makes reference roping around that's something you explained to me pretty good right because yeah. that kind of shocked me I'm like literally you go into the cartoon because that's how I know like uh, yeah as I said. Before, before. I'm into comics now, but not so much as a kid. Mm-hmm. I was into the cartoons, the X-Men, the Ninja Turtles, the Spider-Man. These are the cartoons I watched. That's mm-hmm. how I got into the mythos. And I really can't remember, like, how could someone go into a TV show and just be like, all right, Spider-Man's fighting the lizard. <laughs> yes. Where the well, fuck it, it's pretty easy, though, like, in the sense that, like, the both cartoon intros from the 60s and the 90s, kind of, they, they both tell you and show you the origin in the opening titles. Plus, mm-hmm. there was there, was, there yeah. was kind of like a trend of shying away from uh, with comics when they first started branching out into different mediums. There was like a big uh, stigma that people already know what the origin story is. So just get right into the action, jump right in. That's what yeah. he was saying, and that makes sense actually. I mean, I, and and I guess to its fault, um, the remake kind of has this whole because obviously, like I mean, the reason they even went with the reboot was because of how successful Batman has been mm-hmm. as a reboot, right? Well, and, and let's but, go to that story, though. Like, because literally, okay, we all know the Rami story. The Rami. Rami. 
Rammy, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all know his stories, right? Spider-Man 1, 2, 3. Spider-Man mm-hmm. 1 started off in 2002. Spider-Man 2 was... 2004. And that was, like I said, and I even said this as we were watching the trilogy, that is by far one of my top comic book movies. I think it's almost damn near flawless. I fucking... That fight scene is still top fight scene of this day. Oddly enough, it's such, a, it's such a parable to Superman 2, though. Like, you know how Superman 2, the plot is that he, he gives up his powers oh, for right. Lois Lane, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Yeah. But so then... So that... So, Coming out of Spider-Man 2, they're on a fucking high. Spider-Man 2 got big-time positive reviews, made a fucking ass-ton of money. They're riding high. And then all of a sudden, Spider-Man 3. Yeah. And I think all of us, as we followed the... if any of, I remember I followed the production on that one pretty closely because that mm-hmm. was Raimi versus, uh, versus Columbia. Yeah. It was, he had it all set out. Like If anyone, uh, read, anyone likes to read books, there's a really cool one called The Spider-Man Chronicles that actually follows the production of Spider-Man 3, where you can tell Raimi's original script called for the Vulture, Sandman yeah. and the Vulture. And it actually seemed like it flowed pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been good. I think um, once I found out that Venom was going to be one of the main bad guys in the third one, I started following the story very yeah. very closely because that's like my favorite bad guy from the Spider-Man universe and from the 90s cartoon as well it's the best saga through the the Venom story and well interestingly enough i mean we are all children of the 90s we mm-hmm. we we came through adolescence in the 90s and that's where the Spider-Man comic was predominantly about symbiote uh, oriented plot got, yeah. oddly yeah. enough it's also the crashing point of the comic where they went into the whole clone saga right. and and essentially what kind of killed Marvel for a while because their their big character Spider-Man the writing got so terrible and, and and at that point people started losing interest not only in Spider-Man but the rest of, of Marvel characters which incidentally actually led them to selling the properties to movie studios and led to the resurgence in the 2000s. So well, it's just really odd, the cause and effect the, of all that, yeah. Well, and so as soon as the... As I'm following the production for Spider-Man 3, you hear that Raimi is kind of battling uh, AVR Ed and Laura Zulkin. Basically, Marvel, they are forcing kind of him to write Venom into the script. So you know damn well if they're forcing a writer to do something, yeah. it ain't going to be top-notch from the get-go, right? No, so I don't, think, it, I don't fr- think it possibly can, you know? Well, yeah, but already there's friction. But as you said, like I love Venom too, so I was excited. And yeah. to be honest, I'll never forget, it's one of the first times I've heard of Comic-Con and got to see like the, the shit that they air at Comic-Con because they aired... Uh, a Spider-Man 3 trailer and uh, I've said it before but I love fan reactions I mm-hmm. love fucking watching how a crowd reacts they should have put Venom in from the beginning I think just a little bit oh, they should have properly from the first it. one well here, here's, here's the issue I don't think because anyone epic, I don't right? think anyone was against putting Venom in a movie the, what they had an issue with was the fact that that movie that script was crammed with so much going on it was yeah. and like the movie not all of a sudden Venom like. well the movie literally <laughs> hits a lull too like it Spider-Man does, 3 yeah. you watch it and it comes to a head, the and then he gets scene? the symbiote. Like, it, 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 like you know, it's like it's all this shit going on, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well let's 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 pause shit for a while. Let's give Harry amnesia so we don't have to deal with him for about twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. You amnesia, you sit, cry, yeah, yeah. and stare off into the side. No, pretty symbiote. much. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and you're right. You're right. That, that's essentially they even the cartoon show made it into a three part arc. Mm-hmm. And and for, for the better, right? Because the thing is, the the I mean, okay, okay let's let's rewind a little for anyone who's I, I'm sure everyone's a, a familiar with the characters and such. But essentially, Venom is kind of like the anti Spider Man. He's like mm-hmm. the bad Spider Man. But the thing is, the character has his own arc, and it's essentially really three parts where uh, uh, Spider Man gets the suit, he realizes something's wrong with the suit, and gets rid of it, and then it, the the suit finds a new host, right? And uh, you know. Yeah, in Brock, right? And like you're trying to cram all th- all three of those things in one movie, 
as a side plus, story. As a side story, exactly. So, but like I said, like uh, what got me excited for Spider Man Three is when I seen a leaked trailer of Spider Man from Comic Con, where they showed a typical trailer everyone saw, and then it, it, it flashed up to three, and then it gave the date, and then all of a sudden it just you hear dong. And then it cuts to fucking... That actually wasn't the first part, the first part it, it, to the campaign. Yeah, though. and then it cuts to fucking him ripping off the suit, and then you hear the dong again, and then you see fucking it going on uh, Toe for Grace, and then you hear the dong again, and then all of a sudden, that's when, you, that's when you see him crawl and then come to the camera. Yeah. Yeah, and all of a sudden, you just hear the crowd go, oh my god, yeah, well, and everyone's no freaking yeah. out. That is awesome. So I'm fucking excited. Everybody loves well, that. And then it gets released, and then it's just like... There's oh, another okay. big yeah. thing, too, that I, I, I would estimate that the studios probably were interested in maybe trying to replicate, but in the comic book, books uh, when the black suit first came out it was one of the first times that a new revamped suit actually really stuck and, and got that yeah. its claws into the audience yeah, into yeah. the readers and uh, and they didn't explain it for the longest time like we were talking about when mm-hmm. we had the Spider-Man trilogy Tito was telling us that it was about a year span yeah he had it for like a year no one they didn't get and they no, slowly it was just this built awesome up that he was that becoming an asshole yeah the, the suit could change costumes and stuff and the, he yeah he, he didn't run out, of webs. run out of webs it was, it was like oh but oddly enough with any, everything in the comics you know it's like you don't get anything you don't get something without there being a cost to it right yeah. and yeah. Inter, inter, oddly enough though this was a price yeah yeah and oddly enough a lot of people were really uh uh this kind a lot of other comics started copying this because after that happened uh, uh, basically, incidentally enough, it's all, really odd that this is happening now because now we're doing Dark Knight Rises where Bane's the character, but around the same time that Spider-Man got the costume and everything, in the Batman comics, Batman was broken by Bane and someone else had to take on the mantle of Batman and he had a new suit and he Some was all high tech, right? Around, but the yeah. same, yeah, and Superman got like those stupid electric powers yeah, around the same that. time. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it's just a really interesting time in comics and it was also this, uh, the same time Green Lantern, like it's the ring switched hands again so it was yeah. like a lot of characters were being changed up so. They needed yeah. a shake up, right? But I mean, okay, let, let's go back to what Raimi was trying to do with it though. Like the thing is, Raimi never read those, the Venom comics. He was only familiar with the original uh, story, uh, the core Sa- story, uh, the Insidious yeah. Six bad guys. Yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah. The the first group of six major villains that uh, Spider-Man faced. What'd you right? call them? The Insidious Six. That was the Sinister. Cartoon. No, that was the cartoon. Cartoon who, who King, King named them the Insidious Six because oh. they weren't the Sinister Six. They were a different group. Yeah, it's a different six uh, okay. from yeah. the Sinister Six. Well, who's yeah. the Insidious Six? Yeah. Uh, in the in the cartoon, it was Rhino, Mysterio, Doc Ock. Chameleon. Um, Scorpion yeah. and Chameleon. Yeah, that's what's on the uh, Electro. No, no, no Electro in the cartoon. cartoon no? yeah. The Electro doesn't show up until the very last season of that show. Shocker's fucking part Yeah, of Shocker was one yeah. of them. There you go, Shocker. Yeah. And the Sinister Six was Mysterio, uh, Doc Ock, uh, Electro. Um, who else? Rhino, I Vulture. think was in that one too. Uh, pos- Vulture, Craven the Hunter. Right. And, uh, I completely forgot yeah. about Craven. I think, and, I think Mysterio is my favorite uh, Spider Man villain. Just put that out there. Yeah. Oh, I, I think, think he'll be favorite. great in a live action. Venom so basically, my favorite. So well, Venom is. I think before we beat the fucking. We're, we're dead kind of, we haven't even gone to the Yeah, no, before we beat on the dead horse. So basically, Spider Man 3 comes out. I think it's safe to say that all of us thought it was definitely the weakest of the three. It made a shitload of money, though. It did make a shitload of money. And. At, from what I read or from what I understand is Raimi was going to pen Spider-Man 4 yeah he talked him into it he was, they, they were said okay we're sorry <laughs> here we we, you, you, we gave sorry you Venom you, you we gave Venom. you Venom you did it it sucked we, we won't we won't fucking force anything upon you again write us, write us Spider-Man 4 and I guess it was at that point where Fox or yeah Fox or Columbia Pictures was it Fox or Sony 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 sorry Sony or Columbia Pictures <laughs> Basically, he thought for sure that he was going to back out. 
so they had another script on 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 uh, on back. Well, my understanding which was a reboot. My understanding in the production was Raimi had said flat out that he wouldn't do Spider Man Four unless he had complete creative control. Creative control. Okay, yeah. They agreed, and the moment that the, the production started, they were like, "Wait a second, we want you to do this." And he's like, "I quit," like just yeah. right off the bat, because he knew that Spider Man Three was terrible. Yeah. Like I remember, like all the press junkets, he oh, wouldn't yeah. say anything. No, he, like he had it, no comments on the movie. Mm-hmm. So so basically, they had but they had a reboot in mind coming out of Spider Man Three. Yeah, and and it's a shame too because oddly enough, uh, like Sam Raimi is one of my favorite directors. Like mm-hmm. uh, I, I think he's really talented. I mean, even at, like his follow up to Spider Man Three was Drag Me to Hell, which it's I think good. is is a, a solid. Like he's a oh, good story storyteller. Awesome. <laughs> like he's a very solid storyteller. Yeah. So had Sony. I mean, look, look okay. Let, this is what hap- What happens when you let a director do what he wants to do with the movie is you get the movie that the director intends. But for all its flaws, at least it's a complete story, right? Like, I mean, look what Christopher Nolan's been able to do with Batman because he's. Yeah. he's oh, Warner Brothers gave control. him. You take whatever you want. You want her and this and that. Go. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, but no. Okay, so Raimi's gone. Sony goes. Let's do a reboot. This is where things start getting interesting. Well, no, uh, Sony says we have to do a reboot. Oh yeah, because or we lose otherwise the they lose the, li- the rights to the yeah. character. So, which is which explains uh, the speed. When, in which they released this reboot, oh, which a lot true. of people are, are, a lot of the fans were getting complaint, uh, were starting to complain about on the internet. Oddly enough, can, uh, the, right. give it, it give it a few years, so they can, yeah, yeah, let it burn out a little bit. Some but. of the bad, some of the bad, uh, the negative stuff I've been hearing about uh, this new Spider-Man is based on the fact that a lot of people are having separation anxiety from the previous movies. Well, let's get into it. Now. Reference get, to yeah. a Spider-Man video game that from the nineties. <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty well, much. let's get into it now. Okay, so we all seen it. Uh, what the production started about three years ago. Mark Webb got pretty much selected right off the. Bat, uh, 500 Days of Summer director and for yeah. his last name alone I hear I was just gonna say <laughs> I was gonna say like really yeah. it does fit it's very <laughs> fitting it's very suitable yeah and Mr. So, Webb Mr. Webb go ahead <laughs> we need someone that, can we get Mr. Webb no Ramy uh, and pretty much Andrew Webhead Garfield was casted pretty much off the get go too which I thought was interesting yeah they targeted him before he went social network I heard mm-hmm. they actually mm-hmm. picked they picked him he had done a movie he did social network and then he went he did, into no he did a movie before social network out of um, in, in England, of Dr. Parnassus was, was, was it that one? I, I saw him. He's in okay. that one because I know there was one about that like their him. clones. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. It's kind of like the yeah. island, but it's like takes place in England. It's like they're they're grown the to England island. No, 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 that was Heath Ledger's last movie too. Yeah, yeah, Parnassus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they're uh, they're they're these 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 young kids that are grown for their organs. And they're just clones, right? Wow. And I guess like really? he got some critical acclaim over that movie. I forget what it's called, but yeah, it's supposed to be pretty good. And him and this girl decide to I run away. I was going to say, could someone uh, rock some Wikipedia there and f- find that? Yeah. What? Yeah, but apparently he got some acclaim from that, and they were like, hey, this kid looks like he's... Because, I mean, the same thing happened with Tobey Maguire. Like, they chose him because they were like, this is a young actor who's like got some critical acclaim because of the side of her rules, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. let's let's put him into the mix, right? The side of her rules that put him on the map for Pleasantville. Huh? Uh, oh, I heard boy. Cider House rule, but but yeah, Pleasantville oh, okay. was also. So crazy. Those, he had Sometimes. he had a couple dingers, bang bang, right? And the uh, so I think they threw. Obviously, they had the script. They threw the casting. I don't want to say threw it together because they didn't. They cast it pretty well. I but this think went the fast. Casting is was uh, was actually done a lot better than Raimi's trilogy. Yeah. As much as I yeah. like Tobey Maguire throughout that series, and I think he did a really good job. At the same time, I think they 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 hired him more to, for the Peter Parker aspect of it, and then yeah. they kind of fit him into the. Spider-Man suit, where they really took their time to, in my opinion, to find somebody that had like a more 
uh, slight build and like more more, more lanky physicality. Well, he's actually built yeah. like Peter is in the comics, right? Yeah, exactly. Where, like, I mean, both so is Toby Maguire, but you could tell Toby worked out for the role, whereas Andrew Garfield is still like he he didn't get toned or anything. But that's the point. It's supposed yeah. to be proportionate. It's not supposed to make like he's not supposed to gain muscle out yeah. of the out of the transformation. He's right? supposed to gain agility. So let's let's go right into the fucking movie. Uh, to me, it was uh, like okay, the rebootness. I'll give this a shot. But what got me fucking excited was the trailers. Shit started looking yeah. good, and we all know that your reaction. Did everyone have the same reaction when they saw the, the costume leaks? I don't know. Me and you talked about. Oh, this I hate it. I, yeah. I still don't like that costume. <laughs> like, I, I mean, it, oddly enough, you look at some of the early designs from the other Spider-Man movies, and they were kind of bad too. Like, there were, at one point, they wanted like the 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 mask was going to be like a helmet. But I mean, at least what? it was it was no, yeah, it was going to be like a helmet that he like two sides that he puts on like this. So <laughs> yeah. I thought this one. Well, let's go. I don't know how you guys want to do. You guys just want to talk openly, or you want to go through the, the plot line, or like, okay. Well, uh, okay. Let Let's just talk. Um, Prometheus, we kind of went start to finish. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go over. The, we'll go over the plot line, but let's. Uh, you can tell that like the governing force behind this movie was let's make it a lot more serious than the previous movies. So right off the right off the bat, this movie is way less campy than the Raimi movies. One of the things that I've always said about the Raimi movies was they had the comic book cartoony feel to it, and I like that. Yeah. This one definitely didn't have that. No. Uh, Oddly enough, let's let's, on purposely, right? With that in mind, let's reference something because I'm going to start going into this as we go through the movie. Um, There is there is the uh, Marvel has two canons for Spider-Man right now. There is the regular Spider-Man who's actually in his 30s according to the comics, and this is the Spider-Man that radio radioactive bug bit him, etc. Basically, Spider-Man that most people know. Then there's another Spider-Man known as uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. The Ultimate comics line is basically considered a more gritty, real version of the Marvel universe. Essentially, if based more reality, if the same characters were to have gotten their powers in the 2000s as opposed to back in the 60s, 60s 70s, and 70s, etc. So, um, I, the, the other Spider-Man movie did borrow some from it. For example, the organic web shooters uh, is something right from Ultimate Spider-Man. The, oh, he actually had, he actually, that was part of his powers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was uh, like... So I've it, always liked that. Technique. There was a genetic link between him and the spider more so than just like the memories, and etc., right? So, and the, the hair thing, right? You know, uh, how I, yeah. Anyway, so, uh, going, let, let's, we'll start with the movie, right? Right off the get go, th- there's no big opening titles like like the original. No, it's very like so. So right, I think right off uh, r- w- that says a lot in what's happened with the superhero genre in in general. Where like um, uh, uh, superhero movies used to have like these like Epic super, score Superman intros. and Batman are yeah. like the biggest examples yeah. of that. Like they, they have these big intros with the, the logo and everything. Yeah. Like this one didn't have the Marvel flipping comic thing. No, it did. Yeah. Did it? It yeah. did. It yeah. did. But it didn't have the big opening credits. Remember, with, like, like off all Raimi's, they had like the fucking like look at X Men. It was always the fucking uh, genetic, the genetic sequence and such. Uh, yeah, uh, Raimi's was flying through. The first one was flying through. The yeah, same Raimi, and then it, it, yeah, another two and three was always the, uh, what happened. The last yeah, episode. the same old animated. Yeah. Whereas this one, they kind of show the spider, but that just transitions right into Peter Parker as maybe five, six year old boy. Yeah, like he's very young. He is. Oh, that's right too. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah. Running yeah. through yeah. the they chose the they chose to actually show Peter playing hide and seek with his dad. Directly. Interestingly yeah. enough, like I wonder if he was playing hide and seek with his dad because like or if his dad just said, "Hey, just beating him." <laughs> <laughs> He's like running. No, okay. So, <laughs> distraction. So wouldn't that be a fucked up movie? Just intros off this fucking space Spider Man just. <laughs> <laughs> and anyways, there's the robber in the. 
Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get to that. So his office is that's trash. Right, running to. Yeah. yeah. So what happens is Peter's in his house and it looks like he's playing hide and seek. He sees a pair of shoes. He it, behind uh, a curtain. He oh, and it's just a broom it's holding. Dad, up yeah. Hat. So he was playing because his dad's fucking. Yeah. But we yeah. know we yeah. know we don't know if it's his father for sure don't because of the it, what, what I find odd is just the fact that like when he goes into his father's study it doesn't look like his father was playing <laughs> like his dad's pretty serious yeah well maybe. Or he's already broken i was gonna say yeah he walked into the office and so we're, okay so he's playing hide and go seek i don't know there's just like i think we're the, i think the sequels are gonna reference back to this opening yeah. this opening a couple of times because i think there's more going on in yep. that scene than no agreed where, where, that's, that's his parents they though plan on going back and there's more to the parents storyline yeah and and yeah oddly she enough gets, this is something uh, but i know it's kind of hard when you're like that's why i hold it because well, he's part of oscorp right that's yeah part of oscorp and, so, yeah. so, so uh, I know, you like he goes into his father's study, and uh, some the window uh, or the door, window door, <laughs> glass door in his father's study has been broken into, and someone's rummaged through all his stuff. He calls his dad in, and his dad's kind of concerned about what uh, what's happened in his uh, office. So he quickly looks through one of the drawers where he's got like a secret compartment, and there tends to be a file that has. What is a double zero on it? It's yeah. yeah, it's that double zero. Yeah, but more importantly, it looks like his father's been researching with the ge- with genetic because we see a bunch genetic of spiders. Specifically spiders, spiders. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. fact, there is that one spider in a vial. It's a, yeah. There's oh, there's a couple of them that it zoomed in on. So right away we know there's he was racing it too. There's yeah. some sort of link between his father and possibly him becoming Spider Man, right? Yeah. So uh, then we transition to you know the basically this is where the movie starts kind of in my mind a little bit redundant. And where where we're fast forward to, he's now fifteen, sixteen. Well, no, it, it cuts to it's like we're taking you to Uncle Ben's. Exactly, yeah, to to it, it cuts to. Oh right, yeah. It cuts to uh, we're taking you to Uncle Ben's. Yeah. And the, 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 the edit is he's looking in the, at the window. The last time After he sees leaving, his parents yeah. walk away, and then, and then flash forward to, to he's yeah. looking in the subway mirror window, and he's sixteen. Okay, so so after the break in, his father's obviously concerned. They take him to his aunt and uncle's, where they they leave him. And uh, they leave, and he never sees them again. Essentially, this is where I get confused. And they reference a plane and crash. Dead? Yes, yeah. I'm like, crash. I'm like, is it a car crash? I'm pretty sure it was a car crash. No, it's it, a plane crash. Was, I, I, just I just watched it again today. Yeah, a car. Yeah, like, yeah, but this, this is where I don't think they focus a lot of that, and I'm hoping that's on purpose. Yeah, it, it is. Because on, you know what I mean? It's already it might tragic, not be dead, but it already. Tra- <laughs> it's true. It's already tragic enough that you're literally you're a seven year old kid, and your parents like you're gonna have to stay with Uncle Ben for a while, and then they're gone. <laughs> so then. It cuts to that flash scene where we're like, wow, the guy's like 16, 17 now. Did he not have any contact with his parents before? Like, I'm really hoping a sequel focuses on that where he's I think 10. Nothing. And all of a sudden, Uncle Ben's got go to his, go to him and be like, your, your parents are involved in the plane crash. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think... Oh, you're asking how much time passed between him being left. Well, no, they didn't focus on the parents' death. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like as as I was watching happens. that movie, it seemed like his parents were still gone away somewhere, and he was just with. Like, They're you know always what I mean? set, set up his backstory for the sequels. But you think that I think that, they tried to super, plant that seed of doubt of like because they show the a headline that just says plane crash. Um, yeah. But to me, like, that, they didn't focus on enough. Like, to me, as a superhero, where the, his father's role seems like this is going to play a central story. But that's intentional. Of how he is. That's yeah, how That's I mean. intentional. Like, this movie, this movie, uh, to, to pardon the pun, it basically weaves a lot of webs. <laughs> and and, 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 and a lot of, basically, a lot of strands where, like, the movie doesn't go into them, right? Like, no, that's true. It, it, it's just planting a lot of, you know, it's planting a lot of seeds. They that push a lot later, off on yeah. the sequels. In fact, they've now announced that they're definitely 
doing a trilogy doing as a opposed trilogy. to just a sequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so okay. So now he's in high school. Typical Peter Parker. He's a bit of a nerd. He's a shutterbug. He he's into photography. Incidentally, not digital photography. So he's that fucking yeah. douchey kid. He's the yeah. hipster. <laughs> it's more pure. He's the hipster. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know. Uh, skateboard. But they do they do play up his his kind of deep emotional issues with the the long uh, introduction to his character and to, and through all that. Uh, uh, Tragedy with his parents and everything, which is a complete different, uh, a complete departure from the Sam Raimi yeah. trilogy, where, like you were saying, ten minutes he's Spider Man. Yeah. In this, yeah. it's like two different movies. It's like almost an there's hour, Peter Parker and then there's Spider Man. Very much uh, uh, in development, in, in parallel to uh, Batman Begins, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. and uh, I mean the I, we were talking about this while we were doing the the marathon. Uh, the movie relies a lot on the audience having seen the previous trilogy in the sense that, like, oh, don't worry, it's going to come. It's, it's going to yeah, pay we off. We all know There's what Spider-Man's going to do eventually. Yeah. You're going to see the web slinging. Just yeah. give it. And, and I like we that. did do it better than they did in the last movie, so just, you know, yeah, like, give it, was, it a minute. It was it, good character development. Like, I, I was feeling for Peter Parker. I wasn't feeling for Spider-Man. I was feeling for Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy. I think that's key to any movie. So, well, and they really built up the moment, too, where he has his blow-up, which ultimately leads to his big lesson in life. And the... I was very and the curious. Great power, really great responsibility line, which actually isn't in the movie, though. They kind of rework Martin it into Sheen. different lines. That was good job. That yeah. was fucking well done. He was done. great. So Sally Field and Martin Sheen, both both like Oscar nominated actors too. Fantastic. Uh, I mean, Sally, Sally actually, uh, yeah, Sally Field won an Oscar, yeah. It's funny how you talk about having to watch the first three. Because aren't they trying to maybe get a new audience, younger well, people? They have never... to. They have to balance it between an old audience and a new generation. At the same in, time. When did Spider Man Three come out? Oh, seven. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. So I mean, it's five been years. Five years. Yeah. They they have to. That's true. It's not short audiences, and yeah. that's not a that's a tall they must order. Have just made their There's got to be some new <laughs> yeah. Spider Man fans since then. That might have, well, I mean, who hasn't well, seen the first? Now three, with obviously. the new movie, definitely new Spider Man yeah. fans. So and well, let's keep going on the plot with them because I think that's pretty pivotal. Like basically, we're we're getting. Uh, he develops his love interest for Gwen, which leads him to go to Oscorp, which is where well, this is going to happen. Well, hang, hang on. So, so he's at his school, and right off the bat, he comes in conflict with Flash Thompson. Right? Flash Thompson's picking on some kid in the in in I guess the back of the school or some crap while he's eating lunch, and he sticks up for the kid, which is actually you know shows a bit of a, of, a, of his yeah. character. He gets a shipping out of him, and then Gwen kind of comes in to defend uh, Peter. Well, and is that is that Flash the comic book? Flash guy? Thompson, yeah. Yep. Is he a comic book guy? He's yeah, always yeah. been kind of the bully, Peter's the bully. foil in high school. Even he, in the Raimi ones, does he wear like the suit and stuff? Or no, he's usually got a Letterman's jacket in the yeah. comics. I mean, the... He's not the Flash. No, not the, the Flash. The, the Flash is DC. Dude, no, 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 no. Not the Flash. Yeah. No, no. That's a DC. DC. Just his name. Just his name. That's fucking funny. I should leave right now. He's actually wearing. He's actually Mr. Flash. Zooms in and starts pushing the kid around. That's what I thought. That'll be a hell of a crossover. Yeah, DC Marvel. Say, oddly DC enough, they couldn't make a deal and put it in Avengers League, but by oddly God, enough, the they, they kind of <laughs> you you immediately don't like Flash, but by before the end of the movie, before the movie ends, he's he they kind of redeem him a little. Right? They did, yeah, 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 but, yeah they did it in a really great way. He I becomes thought. a fan yeah. just because right? he knows he's Spider Man or whatever. Right? He doesn't know. No, he doesn't know. Died. No, he feels bad because well, yeah, he lost. Uh, the Uncle Ben thing, and then there's the he's writing the Spider-Man. Yeah, he's not a complete yeah. asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah he's Peter, Flash, Peter, well, Peter ends well, up Flash liking him because know. he's a fan and all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He well, oddly enough, that's actually directly fan. lifted from the comics too, mm-hmm. where Flash Thompson's actually a fan of Spider-Man, and, and still ironically enough, yeah, picks on Peter. 
So, so like I said, we're going back to the development because I think it was really, really good. So he, uh, he's got that uh, love interest for Gwen. Yeah. I think probably the, the strongest thing of the of the movie. Yeah, they oh, really sold that, are, they sold that well. Like that their was, scenes together are fuck. more entertaining really than the 3D web slinging through Manhattan. Yeah, it's true. No. Totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I really yeah. They're yeah. way yeah. more entertaining to watch. And I mean, that's saying... Hold on, let's wait. Let's get ahead. I'm slinging, though. I'm slinging, Okay, <laughs> so so everyone. A pivotal point though is when he comes back at like when he comes back to the house after the first day of school that we see him, where there's the flood in the basement. Mm-hmm. That that's where the connections start because he actually finds his dad's yeah. satchel, yeah. hand purse, whatever. Yeah, well, what, what he left behind, briefcase, yeah. leather yeah. satchel, and he finds the, he finds the hidden the, the, the hidden folder. Yeah, Richard, Richard Parker. Yeah. Richard. So like right then and there, this, this is where I'm still thinking that I'm like, okay, like is his dad, is his parents dead, or they just, did they just disappear? Yeah, did they leave well, him I mean, behind intentionally or not? Like, I'm why dying to know the backstory of this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, right? I definitely think they never explain it for sure, but I definitely think he left that there for Peter to find. Because they kind of set up that he's trying to engage Peter's mind as a very young kid and trying to get him to because he does that red herring thing at the That's very right. yeah. the very yeah. opening yeah. scene with yeah. the shoes under the thing, the broom, and all that. He fakes him out, and so Good and point. Then, and he also witnesses his dad opening that secret compartment in well, the yeah. drawer. If, if you got guys trying to find the the, 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 uh, the data on the file and stuff like that, they would chase Richard Parker. Exactly. Right? So when he runs away, he leaves the file behind. Exactly. Interestingly enough, yep. though, I go, it, let's start referencing comics here. Like I said, the, the ultimate comics reference the fact that his father was a brilliant scientist uh, ahead, of t- ahead of time in um, uh, b- basically the same way the movie's doing it. Oddly enough, his father's research in the comics and all uh, the ultimate uh, comics is he's trying to develop a cure for cancer. And his research ultimately leads to the creation of uh, basically the way to call it is a regenerative suit. The idea is yeah, that similar. the wearer of the suit would be immune to all disease and it would protect them. That's right? what Dr. Connors goes on about too, right? In the movie. Oddly, yeah, it, yeah. But the thing is it was only one part of the research. The, 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 the formula, that formula is only one part of Richard Parker's research. Mm-hmm. It's not – Everything he's worked on, yeah. so they can't find it. They can't. But, make but what make. I'm getting at is, that, again, they're planting a seed, right? Like, yeah. so this is oh, that one piece of the formula was able to uh, allow Connors to do what he needed to do. But there was something bigger that his father was working on, which I think is they're something they're laying bigger. the seeds to the ultimate version of Venom. Big things have small beginnings. <laughs> yeah, because that's what it was. The ultimately, the the regenerative suit becomes the ultimate version of Venom. Well. Yeah. Okay, so it was actually that data that he found in his dad's uh, satchel or briefcase. It was the formula. The formula that leads him to go to Oscorp. To Oscorp, yeah. yeah. That's why it was well, Oscorp. And it was also Uncle Ben's admission that he did know the guy in the picture. Right, it was Kirk Connors. Kirk Connors, yeah. that's right. Yeah, so he has a name. A that's his first lead since yeah. And then we get our left. first little spoiler. Not a spoiler, our first little uh, Easter egg when he goes the into Oscorp. Oscorp and he looks upon and then looks upon the grand portrait and it's Which all is black. Oscorp, our, fa- our founding father. And but you we, never see his face. We don't know who the yeah. fuck it is. Yeah. Well, so, it's Osborne. Yeah, no, it is Norman Osborne, but we don't like see his face. But what does Osborne look like? Yeah. They only ever reference him off screen throughout the entire it's movie. Green Goblin, yeah. obviously. Right? Well, he, no, yeah, being, he and so does become the Green Goblin. That leaves you to question what stage in Norman's story he's at, right? Is he the Green Goblin already? Is he well, about yeah. to we're, we're become the Green Goblin? Yeah. Well, you can see him right away, though. Yeah, that's another little thing. I was waiting to see, maybe like have him, maybe even cross the frame like very... Just on like a class list with Peter Parker's name there too. Name drop. Well, this movie does another really interesting thing of the fact that like remember the first Spider-Man movies, the Raimi ones. 
it writes it easily enough of the fact that Harry Osborne would have gone to private school, but he he basically flunked or got kicked out of every single private school, so he had to go to Midtown High. Yeah. yeah. So maybe this Harry Osborne has been going to private schools. Exactly. Right? Good point. The um, so that's where we get our first view of, of Osborne, quote unquote. He's in Oscorp. Kind of a funny scene how he gets the pass. The uh, uh, coincidentally, I don't think he actually knew. Maybe he didn't know that Gwen was working there. That he didn't know. That didn't leads know. the tour group. So no, of no, course he's, he's so kind of. Wh- how does she work at Oscorp and go to high school? She's, she's a, an intern. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she's the smart She's ahead of Peter In the class too Well they argue that Science point and I, I believe I, I think that she's right More chemistry like, I, At least it I like to choose good chemistry like, that, like for a short time I think they built That love story pretty good mm-hmm. oh. yeah. the, uh, So basically At that point He kind of tracks down We see the same logo That was on the paperwork On the door And he accesses the that, No, well, no, no, no It wasn't no, on the he door He bumps into, into uh, uh, Osborne's uh, second hand uh, the oh, East yeah. Indian guy, and then he sees he's, and, and the guy fire. drops his folder, right. and it's got the, oh, then he sees the logo, the same, yeah. the same double O, yeah, the same double O. That guy. So I missed that part when I went to use the bathroom. That's where he got bit. Well, that's a shitty. Yeah, that, that's a bad part to miss. But yeah. no, but like this one didn't hype. But it interesting up, like, the way they like, did it. It didn't. It didn't focus on the bite more so than Raimi. Again, again, this is something. It, it, it's, they they it's, wanted to separate. It's putting something in that's probably going to be. Oh right. So. Oh, but but um, okay. So what happens is he's, he he sneaks in and uh, Gwen notices him because he answers a question that no one else was able to answer for Connors. And then Connors gets called away because he gets a phone call. Uh, Gwen kind of gives him a little bit of shit while still flirting with him. Yeah, and you're not Dominguez. And then he bumps into he bumps into uh, Osborne's right hand man. He drops the file and then you know and, he, he, and then follows him. Yeah. And then he he uses he basically watches him put in his key code for that room and he enters the room where they're doing all the research on these spiders with the bio. String. Now uh, I think it's very important to mention because a lot of people made this argument about the end of the movie, but uh, the research on the spiders. Is uh, is separate from what Connors is working on. It was, yeah. Right. It was yeah. different. Yeah, uh, it had nothing to do with regenerative. Yeah, That's what his old man was working on. But but it is still part, was, partially was worked, partially yeah. related because of the cross species genetics. I don't yeah. think whereas we, um, Connors wanted to cross human genetics with human reptile. genetics uh, with reptiles. I mean, you know, and, and you do human testing, and his whole idea was to regenerate people to fix their ailments. That's like, not bad theory because, like, while the reptile is not working with the human. Fucking Richard Parker successfully crossed. You know but, what I mean? No, but, but he no, didn't he, cross he human crosses with spider. spiders with spiders. He, yeah, he crossed spiders with other spiders. Uh, that was his cross genetic mutation, yeah. and that's why he was working with Connors. But Connors had a different goal. Now, I, I, what, what I mean, my take on it. So he wa- he goes into a room where all these these basically these little kind of like packages are being developed, and it seems to be they they seem to be basically the the founding work on the uh, spider webs. Well, yeah, it's the, they call it. Well, they even the talk company about called it bio cable. Yeah, yeah, bio cable to it's stronger. Yeah. So, than, and, and that's what the spiders are kind of working and there on is in that room. Real world research that is uh, similar yeah. to that, yeah. Yeah. where they're yeah. testing tensile it's strength. Interesting because it's like spider it's, cells. It's real things. life imitating fiction right. because were they using that for yeah. uh, for uh, armor? Aren't they trying to do that for armor? Or no? uh, yeah, well, they're they, trying to. In, there's in the real world, yeah. 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 armor and like a biological and armor, like yeah. a, a silk or something that's uh, is really like light. Wear like clothes, but yeah. And Peter gets someone gets a hold of those little packets later on when he makes the. Yeah, he orders some. Or I want to chime in on that. I steal some. But essentially, the scene as I'm waiting for like he he knocks. What is it? He stops the fucking. He grabs one of the spider webs and pulls it, and it and it causes all these spiders. I think it's like the harvest cycle. 
But I was just waiting for play. the fucking spires to like pounce on him, and all I did was just kind of drop on him. And you know yeah. what I mean? It was one vibrated all the strings. Yeah, but it was kind of like a scene where you're expecting something and it doesn't happen. And I thought that was kind of cool because I think that's yeah. what they were going for. Yeah, I think so too. You're because waiting he for get the fucking in that scene. bite from like. From the Rami or, car- cartoon, the Rami movies, right where he, and it goes like into the fucking. But it still happens. I started thinking too when all they all dropped on him that they might change, they might make it so that instead of one bite, the it reason that he changes yeah. is because he gets covered in bites. But that yeah. never happens either. No, and they fake you out with that. Anyway, he he he. Uh, all these spiders fall on him. He he freaks out and he off, yeah. yeah, and he leaves the room. He bumps into Gwen again, and she really gives him shit this time because he wasn't supposed to separate from the group from the group and tells him she's go- uh, you know she's going to escort him out. And that's at that when, point, that's where the spider bites him in the back of the neck. In the back of the neck. And oh. all it is is just a, ah, and then that's and she it. turns around and gives him a dirty look. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, a dirty He's look. Like, Get out of here. And he doesn't have a chance to meet Kurt Connors yet, even though that's the reason. No, but meanwhile, Kurt Connors, the phone call Kurt Connors is having is that he was called to a meeting with uh, number uh, Osborne's number two, and that's where it's revealed that apparently Norman Osborne is dying. Mm-hmm. And the reason this that... Regenerative the is reason that they're funding Connor's research is because something about Connor's research is going to help Norman Osborne. So it, it, now the speculation starts right here. Um, what is he dying from? Uh, is it related to what happened to uh, Parker's uh, father, right? Like maybe mm-hmm. this was something that had been occurring for some time now. Maybe he kept that uh, zero decay formula away from Osborne because he knew that Osborne was going ahead and trying something anyway. Yeah. And well, the zero decay formula is what, and the lack thereof is what's making him die, maybe. Yeah. Because what he's if, already uh, gone through. The, this kind of an, it thought came to me when I saw the little scene afterwards, which we'll talk about probably at the very, very mm-hmm. end. But an idea that occurred to me is what if Osborne actually isn't dying, but he's using that as an excuse to try and get all of this genetic material. That's a possibility. Oh, yeah. I'm very big possibility. My, my, my theory is that... I think that um, last scene alone is going to take an hour of chatter on this oh podcast. My God. <laughs> he's already done something that's made him into the into the Green Goblin that we... I think he already is the Green Goblin, but it's both... It's ca- it's basically degenerating his body and quite likely his he mind. He needs something. How can you be the Green Goblin? When Spider-Man hasn't even begun yet, well, it might have happened. <laughs> it, it, it might have. It might have happened with his father. He might be Green Goblin, Spider-Man. but he's just not resorting to crime. He like just he looks like the Goblin, right? Yeah, yeah. and that's so why everything's all blacked out. And if if uh, and I mean it, to kind of try to geek out a little bit with uh, what's happening with Marvel and Avengers, um, I I feel that it would be smart if Marvel did this as the as the as the kind of like the way to seam the two uh, cinematic universes together. It, essentially. Uh, Richard Parker, uh, his research um, might have been part of Oscorp's attempt at creating their version of a super soldier formula because it would coincide with um, the Marvel. What's his name becoming the Hulk? Banner. Uh, Banner, because remember, in the Incredible Hulk, Banner is already the Hulk. They never yep. say how long ago he became the Hulk. They just show some so the idea back. could be that the research was, was the happening at titles. the same time yeah. by several different science groups, yeah, right? Different contractors. Right? Well, yeah, and well, that's Oz how it is. It, have, well, yeah, because even in Avengers, they were. I mean, was it Avengers? It was something, but they were talking about how so many people had tried to attempt it. In, in the Incredible yeah. Hulk, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thunderbolt Ross says it. He says that a, a lot they of said people Avengers too. Remember when? Yeah, Evans was like. They're all because of, they try to reproduce what happened. Yeah, he was. He yeah. wasn't the yeah. only scientist working on it. And oddly enough, in the ultimate in the ultimate comics, that is Spider Man's origin. That Oscorp was trying to develop a super soldier serum, and it it, it it wasn't working. But what happened was a spider got into the mix, 
and it served as a catalyst. So instead of killing the subject, and it, actually worked. It, it killed the spider, but it transferred the power over to Peter. And they can't the figure out why. It and what, but what ends up happening, and, but what happens in the Ultimate Universe is Osborn mistakes the fact that they found a formula that worked, and he takes it basically raw, as it were, and he turns into kind of like a Hulk, a Hulkish Green Goblin creature. Let's mm-hmm. just take two seconds because I know I've talked about this with a few with a few people. He's in the comics, hold on, Tossie. In the comics, he's kind of like a green. He's a goblin. Yeah, yeah. In, in the ultimate comics, changed in, in the yeah. ultimate not, comics, yeah. Not like in uh, Spider-Man One, where he's a Power Ranger. Yeah. yeah. Well, in, in uh, Spider-Man One, is, or the, 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 the Raimi Spider-Man's more reference to the uh, original comics, where he six it's actually six. a formula he develops and it gives him super strength, but it also comes at the cost of co- uh, making him go mad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just take a second because I know a lot of people are getting into. I know they talked with me about it, and since we got. A plethora of geeks at the table. We can get some good insight for. Yeah. Let's give it five minutes for a second. Um, everyone's asking me. They're they're really starting to get into the whole Avengers thing. I.e., because Avengers is making billions of dollars. It doesn't people, look like Spider Man's going to beat it though. Fuck no. So people outside of the normal realm are getting into this movie. So they're actually following the Marvel link, which is really really cool. But the big question I keep getting now is why are they connecting Spider Man to the Marvel's universe? So a quick thing right now is it actually goes it has nothing to do with the comic universe. It has everything to do with real life. Yeah. Well, the fact that they don't have the rights to the character. One big key thing that you notice bullshit. at the beginning it, of the it movie. is, but it's it's what saved them back in is what we're talking. So it allowed them now. to create their. Yeah. What allowed them to do it in the late nineties? Is Spider Man ever with in the comics? Yep. Yes, yeah, Spider Man yeah, was yeah, an Avenger. He is an Avenger. He's, He's a reserve yeah, member. Yeah. Yeah. He's well, like the one big key thing to notice is at the beginning of the five lead up movies to the Avengers and the Avengers itself when it does. That flicking comic book panel Marvel intro, it says Marvel Studios on that. As Whereas this just says Marvel. So I know and all the people. other Spider Mans and the X Men yeah. movies, they all just say Marvel at the beginning. Even though it looks like the exact same intro, it's Marvel Studios versus Marvel Small Distribution. Small but very distinct. So this, this reboot could be. Well, the, here's the thing. They the, wanted to. The, talking about Avengers and Spider Man, there were talks about tying Spider Man into Avengers. And uh, they revealed after Avengers re- uh, was released that the idea was to add the Oscorp Tower to the. New York oh, skyline, yeah, 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 skyline as part of when the invasion yeah, happened it, awesome. yeah. but the, obviously if they're going to do it now that means they're going to have to retcon this first Spider-Man movie to take place before Avengers because obviously New York isn't destroyed I think destroyed. they it in though like, no they can't like, they like, keep I, saying they can't they can't do you know how long that, that rebuild of New York is going to take like that's easily like a ten year project. Like skyscrapers. I, I, love but, but, I love how you're looking at me with such a straight face. At the same time, you know, the, you know how long the alien <laughs> real is going to take to fix. Exactly. <laughs> at the same time, they also kind of there could be a connection in there that Spider-Man's web slinging through New York under reconstruction because they kind of foreshadow it. Oh, at least God, they, yeah, they, they the open to foreshadow that was the as he's web lining from all the different that would have been a good idea too like that I was thinking that during the set rewatch I'm like man those all those cranes are there convenient I'm like man fuck they could have tied it into the fact that they're rebuilding New York uh-huh. oh, yeah. Yeah. so I don't think we actually said it yet I'll say it right now the reason why there's no connection officially between Spider-Man and Avengers <laughs> is because Avengers is owned by Marvel Studios and Spider-Man's rights is still owned by Sony now to me I really think in the interest of the fans which is what this is for Disney should have went they should have got together and be like what will it take to give us something yeah. to make this work so is there a meeting a million, 12 or 8 a.m. in New million, York with Marvel Studios and Sony 
They, yeah. No, and they should the in, in the interest of the fans because I heard rumor okay, has it that it. they tried to make it work and either it was Disney or either it was Sony that just gave no, 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 a it, ridiculous it was, amount. It says, you want to make this happen? Give us a fucking billion. You yeah. know what I mean? Something stupid. But they've never been tied together. In, yes, they were. But in the interest Except of the for character. Congress. Ah. Besides the comics, have they ever been tied together no, or anything no, no, else? What, Disney, and, Disney and Sony? Oh, the, the, the cartoons they did occasionally. Oh, yeah, the cartoons, yeah. of course. Yeah, and, and But what, I guess what I'm getting at is... Everything but the movies. So, uh, that being said, uh, uh, Marvel producers are saying that they're in very serious talks with Sony about making happen for the sequels. Making the link. Yeah. And like I said, kudos Which to... Which would kind of be smart. I mean, if, if, if Spider-Man 2 takes place maybe five years after the first one, and in between that time span, Avengers happened, right? Yeah, yeah well, why wouldn't you want to play off of the, the hype that Avengers is oh, getting? I think you like, need to. That's oh the thing right God. now, right? And, you know, I think given the performance of this opening for Spider-Man where it was – I mean, it was a good opening. I mean, fourth fourth biggest five-day opening of all time isn't yeah. isn't like peanuts. But that would have been a lot more had a link been there, I think. I think so, too. I think like, so, too. I was waiting so much for a Samuel L. Link. But before we get into that, the uh, I just know a lot of people were actually saying it. And I think it's really cool that like people that I would never think that are into comics – are not only enjoying the Avengers movie, but they're actually looking for the link. They're yeah. actually looking for how these universes are syncing up, and I think that's really cool. But you heard it here first from all of us. The actual reason why they're not together is actually a real-life problem of two businesses not really wanting to cooperate with each other because it's all due to money. But okay. the, the numbers so that both movies have made might, might change a couple I'm hoping it does. In the yeah, of the fans, tie together like I said, Disney has quadrillions of fucking dollars, man. Pay... If it's Sony that's holding it up, pay yeah. them whatever the fuck they want. Make the link. It'd happen. probably be Sony would well, buy fucking Marvel Studios. You would think. And I think no, I no. Think Marvel Studios is owned by Disney. Disney yeah. owns yeah. everything. They bought, they bought Marvel in the last, I think, what five years? Oh, they got them for a bargain too. Yeah, I thought they Sony got them at a good time. And it was all just for merchandising too. They no, wanted yeah, to make yeah, T-shirts. So. Right. Um, so well, cut back. I, well, I, I was just going to say, I think the building blocks are just they're lining up like almost so well that you just can't ignore it. Well, because, like, like we we're saying, the, there needs to be the reconstruction of New York. But like we were talking about, and uh, maybe not on the mic before, but we definitely talked in this group about how the Avengers uh, likely, as it goes forward with that franchise and with the other uh, subsequent, like Captain America two, Iron Man three, all those different sequels that are still penned and uh, coming out, that they're. Uh, going to have to do something more internationally with the Avengers, yeah. right? I mean, they focused on that Manhattan final act, the big battle. Oh, they destroyed yeah, New York. And that was the site of where yeah. the, you know, invasion came in. But now they're probably going to we'll get... We'll need them when they... The, now that the Avengers have been revealed to the world, like we were saying, different world powers are going to try and formulate their own superhero groups, and they're kind of going to be haphazard, and people are going to be getting mad at the Avengers, like their Team America, because they're blowing shit up all the yeah, time. Yeah. And that leaves them... Uh, the ability to sort of leave a guardian of New York City behind, mm-hmm. aka Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, not just one, right? There could be others. Several. Right? Yeah. No, like it, it's, it's Ninja there. Turtles. It's, it's, <laughs> oh, no. Alien Ninja <laughs> Turtles. Luke Cage. <laughs> it's there. It, it's there. Like I said, I really think that the. And it's funny because like we're talking studios. Really, the studio really is the only end at the top fucking rung. Like you're getting producers that are working on the same scripts for each Marvel, like each Marvel mm-hmm. title. Doesn't matter which studio it is behind. Ultimately, the studio gets final say, and I guess where you're getting the problems. But Steve said the building blocks are there. It's because you're getting these same group of writers, yeah, like the yeah. same core fans, not fans, but you know, I mean, the same core of people writing these storylines. Yeah. That yeah, Disney may pay my paychecks, but I still we're still going to write this into the. Into I the certainly show, hope right? that they're. Uh Using as much cloud as they've got to sneak it, sneak the possibilities in there. Well, like I said, uh, Spider-Man, blocks. I Spider-Man has a, a lot. Spider-Man has a lot of open threads, which means that it actually leaves it open to link it at any point. Yeah. Because there was there's no, pun, threads, there's no pun. big uh, there's no big uh, 
there's no big there's no solid uh, you know it's like this is what his father was working on this is what this is so they can it's they can basically awesome. mix and match with whatever they want at this point so yeah sorry I, the, I just wanted to cut that in so that Norman really cool Osborn yeah. it's revealed Norman Osborn is dying back to the movie yeah yeah <laughs> This is that's actually a pretty good breaking point because we the movie itself I felt had two major acts. I mean you could break them down otherwise, but like I said, it's like one half, one hour is Peter Parker and one half is Spider Man, yeah. and that's where we kind of naturally did that little break there because now he's been bit. He's just learning his. But here's my weakest part of the Sorry. whole fucking movie. When does he start queuing off his powers? Oh, he's a little bit sick on the train, and all of a sudden, bam! He's hanging off the fucking wall or ceiling. <laughs> was, you know I, I don't know how he was hanging off the ceiling with shoes on. Oh, actually, that's more of a comic thing. Uh, the fact that, like, he in the co- in in the original comics, it's not hair on his fingers and shit. It's like he uh, he gives off a, like a, a what is it a biomagnetism. That's the way they explain it in the in uh, the comics. They showed sticky hands as he's first getting used to the. He's in the subway, accidentally killing everybody. He's but no, but, like, everybody like, up. but that's <laughs> after he hit the roof. You know what I mean? Like he was yeah. literally asleep, and you can tell. But it's see, sweat, what, what it's I think, like, buddy. Watching it again, um, it, Superman it's, it's or really Spider-Man. It's really interesting how they're doing it because it seems that like uh, his his senses have been heightened, right? Yeah. So like for like the first kind of five minutes where they're kind of showing him develop his powers, it's because it's, he's overreacting to everything. Hence, it would make sense why he would immediately stick to the roof. to the roof because yeah. he doesn't really Good know point. what he's doing, he's right? Mm-hmm. And you notice he can't like right after that he can't just do it. He has to kind of reteach himself because it was instinctual yeah. the first time when he's doing that skateboard oh, scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. That and he can't he has quite to turn it off himself at times, too. To, yeah. Like with the girl's the shirt, right? <laughs> well, yeah. And no, like what Stacy said, it too, like, it was a really cool yeah, scene. Like, you, as, as much as I was like, oh, that's kind of a weird <laughs> way to transition, it did get pretty funny how he literally kicked their ass. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't know what and again, I'm doing. And again, he wasn't trying to kick their asses. No. It was all very He kept sticking to him. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with the bathroom scene because he's still overreacting and freaking out. That was such a funny scene. Um, and then you can see how he's tentative and scared to even turn another knob. Yeah, yeah, he does it so carefully. Else. He like breaks everything in the bathroom. <laughs> so funny. I break this to the folks. But then he starts getting into. I mean, he sees how it's going to benefit him at yeah. school because he's able to um, defend himself a little bit better, and he starts kind of using the powers. I, I wouldn't say completely selfishly, but he definitely isn't thinking about the greater good no. whatsoever. Well, no, like the scene where and flash in the basketball. Yeah, and exactly like uh, his uh, uncle tries to come and teach him a lesson about like just because and you can give some punishment moment right here, yeah. doesn't just mean because you should you can kick and that's when Peter goes should. teenager yeah. and it's like oh everybody's on my case and I'm just trying to have a good time father. yeah exactly yeah, stop acting like my father and yeah. then it all comes down to him uh, partly because he's uh, trying to figure out the story of his father and with Kurt Connors and because he's dealing with this new spider powers and because he's dealing with falling in love with Gwen Stacy that he neglects coming home to help out with Uncle Ben with picking up Aunt May oh yeah picking up Aunt May that was the one yeah, yeah. that's a cool scene with him and Kurt Connors too eh? Tito you wanna kill yeah. them? In turn the, on the lights when they're first meeting there and all the cool gizmos yeah the, uh, the screen yeah the gizmos yeah. No, that's true because I guess it's at that point now where he actually goes visit Kurt Connors and he gives him the formula that he's been missing yeah. for all these years right and how did he come up with that formula? He just—it was his no, father. It, it, it was on the piece of paper. Is, he yeah. just memorized it. I think. Was that? Yeah. yeah. yeah and then he's like, "Is this senses. it?" And then he's like, "Oh my god!" And he's like, "Yeah, I just thought of it." That was after he got Spidey. After he got bit by a spider, did he come up with it after that? No, no, no. no, no it was no, in no, his no. father's he was able notes. Memorized. Oh, it was already. It there, was yeah. part of his father's research. Okay. Yeah. But that was the main thing that he that his father was trying to hide from whoever. Whether actually interesting enough, watching it again, it's not like the it's only part of his research. 
Okay. So like, I, I think there's something interesting there in the fact that like there's his father's that work. Envelope? There was more, it, that was only one p- component of what his father was yeah, working on. Yeah, it was like on. the third page or something. Like yeah, well, it, it, but like, the, so the decay rate seems to be something very page. important that they're trying to figure out, and his father figured it out. And incidentally, it's how he was able to crossbreed those spiders successfully, yeah. right? So, so we get to this point now where it's a big pivotal moment in Spider-Man history, whether it's Ultimate, whether it's Six One Six, whether it's fucking anything, is the famous Uncle Ben death scene. And I was really curious about how they were going to do with this movie. Yeah. Because we're an hour in, and I'm like, fuck, and Buddy's not even dead yet. <laughs> and I'm like, when is Sheen going to die? Die, right? old man. Yeah. So he has to... T- you get like, to know Ben a little bit He's still, more he's still <laughs> at that point... I, I like him. I like how he's like... It, that, that scene where he gets angry at Peter is really good, because they don't make him a gentle character like no, they, they did in the radio. No, they make him very... very... Total eye. Well, and he's like, you just disrespected the woman that I married, and who also happens to be your aunt, and who you have a responsibility to take care of, because you're also a man in this house, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah. Interestingly yeah. enough, they yeah, they, like they do a really they they have a really good back and forth in how Peter because the whole the the lesson that basically happens is Ben tells him you know basically great power responsibility in in not so not so they directly the court, which is good and 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 in the Raimi the Raimi one and as well as the comics he kind of just throws it back in his face in the sense that like oh pff, I'm you know when you're young you think you know everything right and he kind of uh, on that principle. Whereas this one, he throws he throws back the fact that his dad he was his father's responsibility and his father abandoned him, which I thought was really good. Yeah, it was like, I well, really yeah. Although once again, yeah. I'm getting conflicted. I'm like, is his parents dead? Did they just disappear? I don't know. Right? You? Oh, I, I thought I thought you he had figured. You no, know, he he researches what happened to his father after he finds out it's Connors. I'm just saying we get we get a f- quick flash on Google about a plane crash. That's it. For something that your father's dead, it did not focus on whatsoever. So I'm, I'm still like no, I, I, th- I still think that's on purpose though. It's gonna be a yeah, They yeah, they want it to be kind I of hope so. shrouded in story, fog, you know. Like they so want it to be kind of a question mark. Well, I hope so. How I, did I'm it just saying. The question: Did you tell him about his father? So yeah, yeah. Good, I guess good point. Well, we'll <laughs> talk about that soon enough. I guess. Well, that's oh, that's the only time in the movie where anybody tells Peter anything about his anything father. Anything more than what he knows. Kurt Connors tells him a little bit about the research and everything, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's Ben who's mm-hmm. the only time in the whole movie that references what kind of a man his well, father was. You think Kurt knows what happened to him? He does. He just said. Oh, he totally does. The um, okay. So of the big not. scene comes in, like Tito said. Like the, he, he gives the speech. Be a man. It's very powerful. He it, and says the, the words they, of the famous quote, well, but different order. The famous yeah. quote is uh, "With great power becomes uh, comes great responsibility." And then this Ben says, "You've got a duty to be a moral person. You got a duty Basically. to be responsible. No, if, if, if you, yeah, it's um, responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah." Yeah, if you have something good to give uh, to give the world, you you're responsible. You don't have a choice. It's your responsibility. Yeah, you don't have no choice. Do it. yeah. He's, it's, it's your responsibility. responsibility yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, if if you're yeah, it's an obligation to help yeah. people. If you have the capacity, then you should do it. Yeah. that's responsibility. And so everyone knew that. Everyone knew that was the famous quote. Throws it in his face. Storms, storms out, off. Breaks the window. Which after an hour, man, you're you're feeling that when Peter yeah. and Andrew Garfield played that very well. Oh, yeah. That blow up. You're just like. Yeah, so Ben's, Ben's out in the street looking for him after just mentioning how how Aunt May how uh, how dangerous it was for Aunt May to walk the same streets at that mm-hmm. hour. So yeah. that's already been set. Uh, uh, Peter's kind of on purposely avoiding him, and then he stops at a shop to get a chocolate milk, milk where he just he doesn't have enough money for it, and the shop off by two cents. The shopkeeper's giving him shit over it, and so you know he he, he which can't makes get his him ha- kind of have a uh, instead of black and white mindset for the scene. He's got like a gray mindset because he's like, I was two cents off the guy. Yeah, so he's at the ATM. My oddly enough, yeah, he's exactly. at the ATM grabbing the money. Hey, yeah, he's he trying is, to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the the uh, you know the 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 uh, well, I guess not the burglar this time, but like uh, some guy. 
just shows up. Oh, he's a robber. Yeah, robber, and, that's and he, it, yeah. And he, uh, he distracts the shopkeep by dropping uh, some items on the on the side of the counter. Just and so he, the money. he's grabbing the, the items and he snags the money and he grabs uh, Peter's chocolate milk and throws and, it at him. And yeah, Peter yeah. catches it and this is like kind of a pseudo camaraderie for a split second. Yeah. So that's why Peter lets him go. And that's why when the shopkeeper comes out, he's just like, "Why didn't you stop him?" And then he said, "Not my policy because of the take a penny, leave yeah. a penny, take a penny." So quite literally, as he literally says that, like he the the robber passes Parker, and then he's like, "Why didn't you stop him?" It's not my policy. We see the robber go across the street and he bumps into a woman and drops his gun and yeah, falls ben right in front of the What guy. gets Ben's attention though, because we see Ben across the street, but what gets attention is the shopkeeper's going, "Hey, stop that guy!" Yep. And yeah. we see Ben like it wasn't an accident. He purposely got in front of him. Yeah, and was going to try to help out, which shows the kind of character Ben Parker is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he bumps into the lady, drops his. I think he actually tripped over a fucking garbage can, wasn't it? No, he bumps into a okay. woman and and falls, and the gun falls. And, the and Ben sees that, and so like he I said, he tries to go for the gun before him. Yeah, and they yeah. get into a struggle, and and Ben gets shot. And then as soon as Parker hears the shot. Yeah, that's oh, when he walks over. Right and now. there's the uh, key uh, clue to the identity of the bad guy is that one star tattoo. On his they find star. that out. Yeah, so Ben's yeah. dead, and ultimately, like that was kind of an interesting scene because it was like he's in pain. He didn't say nothing. He was just like reminding of what you were saying when on South Park, where he fades into oblivion. It's like how, 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 how. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like, yeah, yeah. It, and he didn't say nothing. And of course, uh, Peter's there, and he. They literally just cut to them back at the house. Uh, Aunt May's in tears. The cops there. They said, "Here is the sketch that you gave us. This is what it looks like." Yeah. So now he has a sketch, and that's when the cops said hey, he has a tattoo on mm-hmm. his uh, side. The, the thing I really liked about Ben's death in this one, as opposed to the Sam Raimi ones, though, was that it felt like it was more directly Peter's fault that he got shot. Like, yeah. It, yeah, it was yeah, also yeah. his fault in yeah. the Sam Raimi. No, you're right. It was directly it related. Like, like yeah. Then they also just cut Sam that Raimi's. to shit in the third one too. When they're like, "No, it wasn't yeah, even it was, that guy from the Bones Gang." It was some other. Some yeah, other guy that also here. happens to turn out to be the Sandman. Like whatever, don't worry. So about at it. this point, uh, Peter takes it on, him, on himself to basically not be not be. This, he doesn't learn the lesson of responsibility. Then no, this he, is the catalyst he, of just he's out to get buddy. He, he wants he wants to he wants to fight. Bad Which is guys. interesting because, just because he wants to find the, the one movie. bad guy. He's got the powers, so now he's going out. Literally, and I find it funny because he targets those first two burglars. And they're like, we can see your face. Like, he's out just normal fucking clothes. He needs clothes. to know, yeah. And they're like, we can see your face while he's still kicking yeah. their ass. We can see your face. Which then closes. Well, and he gets yeah. outnumbered, and, and he, he has to run away. Down. Then they reference yeah. the wrestling and the fact that he falls through a, he falls through a roof. Yeah, I like oh, right. I yeah. love their wrestling. Cool. And then yeah. there's yeah. the impression of the mask. Of the luchador mask. Yeah. The red and black. So he cool. decides to kind of model a mask. And that's a tie into Raimi, too, and... Into well, it's actually a tie into the comic, right? Because yeah. well, that's how yeah, yeah he, he beca- he gets the costume in the comics because he wants to. Uh, it's a wrestler. Be a wrestler, yeah. yeah. So cue a montage of him kind of developing some more of his powers. Uh, but he's beating up burglars. He's a serial crime fighter instead of just a vigilante. Cue Captain Stacy now is getting on his case. Dennis Leary, which I thought was a fucking great, great Phenomenal. role that for him. Good. That was awesome. To get around faster, he develops the webbing. That was cool. I really like that aspect. That's what, like, I love shit that makes it seem superheroes seem more grounded and more realistic. Yeah. The fucking biofilm, or the bio cable, is that what they call it? Bio, the bio cable, yeah. yeah. Bio cable. When they, he saw the ad on the TV, he ordered a bunch of it, and it fucking, and I love how they made it flash. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really, red really flashes. fucking cool, yeah. right? Like, and the little sound, too. Yeah, the trigger. Yeah, and the so, whip. like I said, it's a montage where he's kind of he's got a fucking uh, Bella Clava with uh, 
reflective glasses, which I thought that was a good tie-in cool. to how glasses. he took the he lens out. He took the lens out, yeah. And I just, really like that. Why did he get? Why did he have to design the suit? Or he wanted to be more flexible? Actually, th- this comes this comes later in. Um, so uh, of course he's draw he's caught the attention of Captain Stacy, right? And uh, vigilante, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was and, hilarious. And when I was watching that with my my parents, they they were like, "Is that Willem Dafoe?" I was like, "What? No, <laughs> it is Willem Dafoe. It looks like no, it's not." So he hasn't quite learned how to web swing yet. He's swinging from building to building, and then as he's he's in school one day, Bro, and, and there's right. these two nerds talking about aerodynamics, and they're talking about and how right. they, uh, yeah, exactly. You can't you can't, what is what do they say? Um, the the you can't gain momentum if there's too much drag at every peak. So what he decides to do is start researching um, luge luge Aerodynamic, uniforms because yeah. what's happening oh, is right, as he's going right. yeah. up, he's losing his momentum because of his clo- the clothes he's yeah, wearing. Yeah. So yeah. Loose and, then he, and then he's yeah. sitting there, he's going spandex, spandex, yeah. spandex. It's all spandex. All spandex. Yeah. This is where I like it. Like this is where, like I said, I like shit that's grounded in reality. Well, yeah. Look at him when he wears. The, look at him where he wears the suit. Right. Like the suit is when he's actually in Spider Man. Uh, for those like. Once he starts developing the suit, the famous reflective spidey eyes in the mask is he cuts out the pieces of the sunglasses and, mm-hmm. and sews them yeah. in. Yeah. Awesome. When he's crouching Freaking. down, you can see folds. You can see where it's bunching up into his crotch. Like, not even the, the sexy movie way. Like, you can see and where his suit goes into his neck. You can see the zipper, and it's not flush. Like, you can see where it's above Actually, that's something I hope... It looks realistic. I hope that's someone something... Someone actually uh, did it. Yeah. Like, uh, well, I mean, they, they kind of... Uh, they, li- they, they kind of lifted a lot from Batman Begins in that, in the sense that he's, yeah. like, becoming... He's like how how Bruce Wayne was becoming Batman. He's not right away Batman. He's becoming Spider Man. Um, my what I'm hoping for in the sequel is that he'll have a new costume. It'll it'll become um, the more comic bookish costume. I like what he's well, got. And, and well, like I said, I like, I like in the movies as he, when as he develops, he'll, well, he'll ch- it's kind of like in the in the Iron Man comics. I didn't mean to jump over you there. No, I was just saying, but right. they, they keep showing the progression of the different uh, the marks, yeah, yeah, yeah. the mark suits. Exactly whereas what I was going to say anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Fine. Uh, but uh, yeah, all I was going to say is that I mean, once one suit's busted and ripped up and broken, he's he's got to build a new one, and he's always going to improve on his design. But I, like I said, I just love the fact that so it, it looks homemade. And I love how the fact that he like you see the fucking you see this the web yeah. swingers like it's flashing as soon as he hits right yeah and I think it just looks so fucking cool that's cool yeah. and what that's adds okay. more to it is I love watching people <laughs> I love watching people fuck up the uh, I like <laughs> like one of my favorite scenes out of Casino Royale was when uh, Daniel Craig James Bond was tail was trying to tail somebody and the tail saw him because he was being so fucking obvious. It's supposed to be his rookie move, right? Like yeah. He's not trained yet. Mm-hmm. Best part of this movie is during this whole montage where he's, where he's fighting crime coincidentally just to find that killer. Because every time he takes someone out and he looks at the wrist to try to find the tattoo, he's trying to web swing. He keeps fucking nailing the bus. Mm-hmm. And he, like, you know what I mean? He can't, the quite, he can't quite get the yeah. path down. Like he's, He kind of panics when the cops corner him so yep. he can't lift off. Yeah, even he keeps coming home all battered and bruised, right? Well, oh, here's another interesting thing that I like about this yeah, movie. It wasn't that, even um, beat up because he uh, can't in do the it. Raimi, in the Raimi movies, He's he he gets his powers and almost right away. I mean, he he fucks up a couple of times, but but his instincts all automatically take uh, come in. Right, he yeah. he can automatically flip, etc. Um, in the uh, in uh, in the Ultimate Comics, they actually make a point of the fact that despite him having all these spider powers, he can't fight. They even when he meets other superheroes, they say you fight like a spastic girl. Like, <laughs> they, they say like you're lucky you have the powers you have because you really can't fight. 
And and I think they're doing that in the movie, and the fact that they've really scaled his powers, where his strength has gone down significantly, they, yeah, that's, but his yeah. agility is way yeah. up. Yeah. Like he can dodge bullets. You I love how even by the end of the like by the end of the movie, when he's swinging in to go and uh, fight Lizard at the very last bit, there, yeah. it still looks like he's a little wobbly. On he the is. Left, so yeah. He's not quite just because he has these powers doesn't mean he's automatically an acrobat. Yeah. Right? Like I said, and I love that part of it. Just because Buddy's James Bond doesn't mean he's a professional tailgater. <laughs> yeah, or is that what it's called? Tailgating? Tailor, no. Tail, Tail, spy, tailing. Tailing. Spying. Yeah. Anyway, I like that aspect of it. And anyone that writes a really good origin story, that's I think that's pivotal because they automatically don't become fucking like the whole montage with uh, Tony Stark and Iron Man. Like mm-hmm. you know when he first built the fucking and he flipped right into the back. You he know destroyed I mean? his like, house. Fucking yeah, like that. That's gold. Um, so basically, we get that montage. He's got the suit. Uh, what's the next big plot? Uh, point? He gets invited over to Gwen's because of. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, she, first of all, she feels really bad about about uh, ben. about uh, Uncle Ben's death, and uh, when uh, he gets in trouble because of what he does to Flash um, at the at the basketball playing the basketball yeah, yeah. game. Yep. At w- which point he, um, oh, yeah, he Gwen smashed. invites him over yeah. because he, she she's kind of like impressed by him. Yeah, more wait, so. wasn't that before Ben I think, died? I though? think we kind of jumped a, a couple of things over here. But she, well, does. she, I think, because there's sort of a they they have their first like he asks her out, but there's the, kind of that cute scene where like he's like we could do, or or we could do the other, and she's like yeah like whatever like whatever you want to do, yeah, like, you know they don't actually that. make plans, and then Ben dies, yeah. and so they're kind of on do. pause, they're on hold, and then Gwen takes a finally takes an opportunity to be like I'm so sorry, why don't you come for dinner? So he comes over for dinner. He he comes to the window. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on a first date. <laughs> Yeah, so he's already made a bad impression on Captain <laughs> Stacy, the fact that he it? snuck into a gr- his daughter's room. Yeah. And uh, they, they come to a head at the, at the dinner where the fact that he, you know, he feels that the cops are inadequate in the sense that, well, I mean, his uncle died because of what's going on in the streets. <laughs> and... Um, girl opens her So girl he, he excuses... You open beer one. like a spastic girl. <laughs> that's the first one. Come on. Thank you, sir. He Thank excuses you. himself. You're going to say something. Hold on one second. Well, I remember, the, I don't know when it was. I think it was a couple months ago. There was a scene I saw on the internet where they were showing like little clips of, of The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. And there, one of the scenes was the confrontation with... Between him and the, bell door, bellman. the bellman. Yeah. At the at the front door. So, oh, really? Yeah. So yeah. when I was watching the movie and I didn't see that, I was like, wait, what? I got to see what happened. They, what was the scene? It. Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember. The guy exactly just wouldn't let him in. He was an asshole. Because he looked like, a, like he didn't belong in the building. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't bring his suit. That's kind of funny, yeah. actually. Yeah. Did you see the bellman? And that's why he Bruce says... Bruce Campbell. Like, <laughs> your doorman <laughs> Can I help you? <laughs> no, no, stay here. Uh, might want to tie your shoe. <laughs> so, so uh, obviously the, he 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 gets uh, he excuses himself because he's obviously offended uh, Stacy, uh, Captain Stacy, and uh, they go because he's trying to defend Spider Man. Yeah, and which they, at well, that point you realize that the police force doesn't like what Spider Man's well, doing. Well, mm-hmm. and that that's also a great moment for Peter slash Spider Man internally because he gets to learn how. How he's being viewed by Received. by the well, police? They they even sent the the car burglar car bur, car thief that he stopped. Um, uh, what it was part of a sting operation? And right, kind yeah, of that it up was the really. fucking yeah. yeah. So they're on the rooftop. Which is a very funny scene. Oh, small knives! Like he got fucking cocky. They're, there. they're on awesome. the rooftop, and uh, he finally he actually tells Gwen that. Well, he doesn't tell her, but he couldn't he, tell her, but he just yeah. did it because he's awkward and nerdy. So she turns. She turns a lot of those ties are awkward, which obviously webs her, which makes her have. Like a five second like realization process yeah. of like <laughs> while they're making just, out. Yeah. 
yeah, which is one of the best the, scenes in the movie. The like perfect disgust on her face, like yeah. what? Well, oh, that was so fantastic. Oh, I'm already okay, so meanwhile, me. we kind of skipped over something. Meanwhile. Uh, what happened was because of the formula that uh, Peter mm-hmm. gave. Oh yeah, there's a villain in this movie, right? Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> and I kind of felt like the lizard scenes were a little bit lackluster for me, and for I that same reason, we're panning over it right now. Mm. So, so, uh, so what happens is Hold on, point uh, to the, Connor's, uh, Connor's got point out there, Tito. Mm-hmm. Hold on, sorry, Tito. <laughs> that in the '95 comics or uh, cartoon, mm-hmm. Night of the Lizard, like you said at the start, parallel the story kind of the first episode. Parallel the story, you know, like the lizard in the first episode. There, remember? Yeah, mm-hmm. like they're fighting uh, in, the, in the subway in the water. Yeah, fighting in the water. You mean in the sewer? It was all, yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> the water in the sewer. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah the water in the sewer. In the water. <laughs> so okay. Silence. Anyway, in so, the water. Kurt Connors. Sewer. Kurt in Connors the sewer. has the formula. They, uh, him and Peter, uh, injected a rodent with it, a mouse, and it worked. Um, it, the uh, what's his name? Uh, goblins, Goblins, Red Hand Man. Oh, oh no, I don't think we did ever mention his no, name. Number just, two, you know, Doctor. <laughs> no, he's not <laughs> even a doctor. Two. Oddly enough, he becomes a, kind of like a proto goblin in the comics. But yeah, uh, the we'll Red Hand Man guy. Yeah, I forget the guy's name, but like he becomes like he becomes this kind of like bestial goblin creature in the comics at one point. So yeah, I guess you're right. We kind of have one over the lizard. So so what happens yeah. is. Uh, he's, he wants uh, he wants him to move forward on human trials because they, they, they want uh, Norman Osborn to get the, his hands on this as soon as possible. Connors refuses, and then he references the back that uh, references the fact that Parker refused as well, which and might you know have been why. Well, yeah, yeah. It, that might have been what happened to Parker, uh, Richard Parker, in the first place. Connors still refuses, and he says, "Okay, we're shutting you down." So you know he says he's going to shut him down. Sure enough, and we're going to use this vial anyway. We're, and gonna we're s- going to the veterans hospital. Yeah. yeah. So Connors decides to inject himself with it just to see what happens because of course he wants it to work as well mm. sure enough it works he gets his, his limb back but almost immediately after he gets his limb back he starts changing yep. he decides to go to the veterans hospital uh, to, to, to intercept, intercept him. him at the veterans hospital meanwhile the, the dinner scene is happening at the same time yep. at which point Peter has to leave because sirens start going off because of what's going, going on, on the so bridge so Captain Stacy yeah, yeah, I think Kevin Stacy's what you got to come in because something's going on down at the Brooklyn uh-huh. Bridge. Yeah. So cue the big fucking first big scene where we actually see the cab that Doctor Connors was in is completely fucking destroyed, and yeah. you got, you're you're already knowing what's happening. He already turned into the lizard. So cue the fucking big scene where he's a, he zips into uh, Spider Man arrives on the bridge just to find this huge lizard creature starting to flip cars off the bridge, trying to find number two, trying, trying to find uh, yeah uh, Osborne. Right hand, and so uh, Spider-Man's chasing after him while while webbing up these cars and hanging them off the side of the of the bridge to kind of like make sure that there's no damage happening. Yeah. Um, oddly enough, this is the last time we see that character. Hey, uh, Osborne's right hand. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's uh, he gets knocked out in the vehicle uh, uh, after it falls and he's off the left hanging. He's left hanging, yeah. Yeah, and this is the first time we see him and, and, engage yeah. a lizard, or he actually hit him a few times. No, right? no, no. He 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 tries to. Uh, but He's going to save and, the kid uh, in the car what, instead. Yeah, uh, what happens is uh, the uh, Osborne's right hand's car goes over. Spider-Man goes to uh, save it, and uh, at that point, the lizard starts changing back. Yeah. His his arm starts going uh, starts falling apart, and so he decides to retreat. The lizard oh, runs away, okay. and at which point Spider Man is going to chase after him, but then he hears the guy screaming about his son. My son, my son. I thought this was a pretty powerful moment 
Uh, yeah. Basically, oh, it's fantastic. It was my moment. favorite scene. It was, it was mm-hmm. wicked. Yeah. So yeah. he hears the guy. It's the first time you hear the name. He screams the guy. Hear him for. Uh, screams the guy. Hears the guy screaming for his son. So he goes to look, and sure enough, it's one of the vans that's hanging down, uh, and his son is in the van still. So this is where I thought it was very interesting. This is a pretty powerful scene. So uh, Spider-Man goes, or Peter, because his, he no, go, he's not being called Spider-Man at this point Yeah, he doesn't have a name yet. Yeah. So he, he jumps down onto the van, and the kid starts losing his shit. And when I thought the first thing he'd done, ripped off his mask. Yeah. I'm just like you, which I thought was very, very interesting. <laughs> I'm a person. Right? And then he gives him the mask. Yeah. 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 Put it on. It'll make you strong, right? And that's, it did give the kid courage. Because yeah. then all of a sudden, the, the thing started the fuel, to blow up. The fuel tank is leaking, and it hits the front uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, wind uh, front uh, light. And it ignites the vehicle. Oddly enough, I thought for some reason, like my head just went dark. I'm like, you know, what's I did gonna, for a split second. I'm like, too. you know what's going to push Peter to start doing good? He's going to see yeah. this kid fucking die. That's, that's what I thought as and, well. Yeah. So uh, he's able. PG thirteen. We should have known. He's <laughs> able to save the <laughs> child. Come on. <laughs> and, he, and he brings him to the top of the bridge, and the guy asks him who he is, and he names himself for the first time as Spider Man. Yeah. And he also has that long pause yeah. moment where he realizes that's the first time he's ever he used do good. his powers. Yeah, do good. I, he and sees, not he serve sees that the goal. gratitude too. Like, well, yeah. he said that. Yeah. Absolutely, it's, it's seeing the well, father's gratitude. Yeah, it's the first time he's helped you know, somebody without him. the ult- ulterior motive of, of finding Uncle Skiller. The uh, so that was the first big one. Now, what happens before he goes into the sewers? Hmm? Is this anything happen? No, Con- Connor's retreated to the sewers where he changes back. But you've noticed that after after he so he's changed for the, to the lizard for the first time and he's changed back to human and it's not good enough anymore. He wants to change back. It's not like he oh thinks, my god, what have I he's done? Addicted. He's addicted. Like, he's yeah. realized that, that felt it's good. almost like a drug. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, yeah. And he also <laughs> kind of falls in love with himself a little bit too. But the way he talks in the third person about the new species yeah. that's yeah. Still, you know, yeah. it's, it's beautiful. It's well, yeah. And I mentioned this to Tito. Like the uh, I texted, I was texting you right mm-hmm. after we saw it on the, the Monday night. There, one thing I like about the new villain, uh, the fact that this villain popped up now in the story, is that in the Sam Raimi movies, it was just a coincidence. The Goblin and Spider Man coming at the same time. Time. Yeah, it was another Good chaos point. theory thing. Yeah, this one, the fact that there's a super villain and Spider-Man at the same time actually coincide. It was it was Peter's that gave him the formula, which, uh, which yeah. he acknowledges, would, right? I created him. I have yeah, to stop. Which, him. which, which yeah, I think there's um, the future villains, right? which I think is uh, also something that's uh, at the the end credit scenes that we'll talk about is something that. Um, how I think they're going to tie in more things that have happened before the events of him become spi- becoming Spider-Man. Yeah. So, um, so oddly, okay. So, so very much like the comics, the lizard is a separate personality from Connors. Yeah. Like he's a different person when he's the lizard. Very Doctor Jack yeah. Mister Hyde. Yeah. Totally Doctor. To the to the to the end, to that end, he wants to take the serum again to become that creature. He wants right? to go again, and he wants to not revert back. Yeah. Yeah. He he's wants trying to, to get a permanent. permanent. Yeah. yeah. So, cue his little lab. He kind of goes back to Oscorp, steals all his shit. Where Peter meets him. Because right, Peter tries to, to, to go him. meet with him. And, and, and obviously, he's already changed. And I think Peter kind of clicks and that it's Oscorp like... Oscorp has fired everyone. Yeah. yeah. But it's what clicks, though, is when he's walking out of the fucking lab. And, and he sees the Freddy the sudden, Rat has eaten Wilma. Yeah, all yeah. of a sudden, the fucking... Yeah. All of a sudden, the cage Which I thought was unresolved. Open. I'm like, they need to kill that thing. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Where the fuck is I'm like, do something about that. At the same time, the Deus Ex Machina ending takes care of it. Like I said, Spider-Man Yeah, yeah, very good, very good. And oddly enough, a lot of people were complaining about the ending of this movie. And I'm like, how is that any less crazy than the fear toxin being in Gotham's water supply in Batman Begins? It's pretty much the same plot device towards yeah. the ending. Yeah. 
So okay, and, so that's he sees the fucking mutant rat like it turned into this lizard type creature, he and then he goes to Stacy. Oh, did we discuss that right at the beginning? He was talking about that machine that makes the cloud. Oh yeah, no, no, that point. was actually like, right when he first went to Oscorp. That's yeah. the uh, like, that's the, his dad. Right. When he talks, yeah, it's a Jenny machine. They yeah. both developed it together. He said, right, yeah. and, but they've and, never used it. And the big the, the fundamental the, flaw design what is, it is called? The, people don't have a right of refusal. Yeah, device or something like that. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and so they got shelved because they can't force inoculations on. People. Yeah, so the idea was uh, there's uh, there's something at Oscorp which isn't being used uh, amongst a lot of other research, a device that is supposed to you're supposed to add a, a say for example a cure or a toxin what have you and it'll release it as a spore in a in a huge uh, yeah. a huge area so as an airborne airborne agent so the idea is that it could cure people but it could also be used as a weaponized agent right so yeah. this goes into play for the third act. Interesting enough, so now we hit the sewers where Connors is. Well, er- no, what happens is he goes to the police station and tries to convince right. Stacy yeah. to, to do something oh, about it because right. he, he's like, bring in Connors because he's the up. him, yeah. But he, he, Connor, uh, uh, Stacy says like, no, so he decides to take it upon himself to find, uh, to find the lizard. Yeah. Oh, and also, he, well, Stacy's big thing is he says proof. Find me proof yeah. that Connors is the so lizard, and we'll take that, it seriously. Well, this is like the very last thing oh, that he says right before the scene ends is once they escort Peter out of the, uh, the station, he says, give me everything you have yeah. on oh, yeah. Connors. So he, he knows something of him. Yeah, right. well, yeah. yeah. But I thought another rookie fucking move is, is of course, uh, we got Connors dressed, or Connors ejected himself again. We got uh, Parker's in Spider-Man costume, and this is a neat little scene where he's doing some detective work. He hits the sewers, mm-hmm. and he yeah. starts doing that fucking web thing. Oh, I love trying to do with the webs. He's trying to track movement. Cool. I believe that's what it was. Well, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Total Spider-Man or uh, literal spider yeah. behavior. Yeah, that's, what's, yeah. that's like when they catch something in their webs and they know. But interesting, this is what me and Tito were talking about. Spider-Man's done that before. In Not the in the movies, movie. in the comics, in the comics sure. yes. <laughs> but like one thing, me and Tito were talking about though is when all those fucking lizards come. Mm-hmm. We've, I think, or what we were That's talking cool. about. There's another is link. That, is that he? Is that Connors sent him? Yes. Well, no. I, I think what's happening is the lizards. What else do you see? Like <laughs> five geckos on the street in the, New York. The lizards are drawn to Connors. There were they, they all uh, meet at the center of the web, but then they start going down one pipe. And that's where Spider Connors was above him. Yeah, well, also yeah. during the uh, couple scenes earlier than that, when Peter's just walking down the street, he notices a bunch of lizards are just meeting and yeah, going down and the street. Okay, there, that's how he clued there, in. Wasn't yeah. there a scene on the news or something that was like new species of lizard like popping up in New York? No, no, no that's just what Connors mentioned. Oh, when okay. he was talking yeah. with them. Yeah. That's so, where everyone was hearing about this. New okay, thing. so finally, okay. Uh, sure enough, Sp- uh, Spider-Man uh, follows the lizards down the sewer, the sewer path, and he uh, he ends up getting ambushed by the lizard himself. And we have the first real well, kind of confrontation. The first confrontation the where we actually see that fucking he's not that strong because the lizard's like. Well, I don't know if it's that he's not so strong. I think of the fact that the lizard's really strong. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I mean, he basically tears a piece out of his chest, right? Yeah. And uh, so they, 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 they fight, and he almost drowns. And luckily, he gets flushed down a, a pipe, and it saves him because the lizard doesn't fit down That's the same That's the water pipe. scene yeah. from, the, from the... From the cartoon. cartoon? From the cartoon, yeah. <laughs> I also like the moment where he realizes his webs are useless underwater. And it's yeah, like, they it's, don't it's, work. It's, it's a forced weakness realization. Yeah, where know? he tries to shoot, and it's just like, dude. But wasn't the first... That wasn't the first confrontation, though. No, the Remember first confrontation was the first time they talked, the, though. The taxi... He came and got him too. Yeah, right? no, you're right. This, yeah. this, he kind of decked him on the bridge a little bit, but then he took off. Yeah, you know, first time yeah, he's bridge, actually bridge, talking yeah. to him. Right? They don't fight on the bridge. Like he yeah, catches no, up to him. Yeah, yeah, but, but it, and then he catches actually, all the cars. He's he gets caught up with catching the cars, they, and the lizard yeah. runs away because he's changed. They dodge yeah. each other's. They dodge each other's blows like maybe for a split second, and then 
There's all he knows is, hey, retreat. giant lizard, I'm going to fight it, but I've got to focus on saving uh, these people. Yeah, first. Okay. The, the very first time they ever actually like fight, fight, is in this, is in this. So part. he's obviously outmatched. He's, he ba- he's barely able to escape by luck. And uh, Connor's, uh, or the lizard, uh, comes back to the point where the webbing was. And uh, the camera goes off again because he's still webbed up to a p- portion of it. Yeah. He grabs the camera from the wall, and it's got <laughs> Peter Parker's name on it. Property of Peter because Parker. Because he was like, trying to get proof. Which yeah. makes him more seem like more of a teenager to me. Yeah. More well, and more. Um, the cop was also saying that he was leaving behind clues, right? Like when yeah. they were at dinner, he's, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's sloppy. Like we're gonna figure out who he is, and then bam, he leaves behind his freaking camera with his name. Yeah, but on not it. to the cops, just to the lizard. So the cops. But don't I know think it. this is, and you said it in the fucking theater where I agree yeah, with obviously. You. But fact of the matter is, they were pretty much as soon as he yeah. sees yeah. that property of Peter Parker, we get a quick cut scene <laughs> oh. to fucking uh, Parker and Gwen just exchanging more love. Fucking, there wasn't really nothing big on that where? one. That's where he goes to Gwen, and he's got that big gash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, so like I said, it's a little love story. Not too much fucking to go. Not too much in that scene. No fucking at all in the movie. Well, no, but, but Gwen, <laughs> just Gwen, Gwen just brings up me. a really interesting point. I'm that when Ben went for a she re- she break. tells him why she's so attracted to him, and it's because of the fact that he's so much like her father. Right. Because yeah. he's putting himself in danger. Yeah. And she doesn't know. If yeah, he's she doesn't come know on. if he's going to be okay. Right. Okay. Fair enough. We get a, a five minute scene that he. She says this, but the point. The I was lizard trying, wastes no fucking that's time. That's what I'm trying to get at. Is he goes right to the fucking high Which school, I really man. like because I'm like to the sewer. Like it happens. Yeah. It happens yeah, like the shitter. right away. He's single minded though. Yeah. But no, I'm just saying, like, there's no fucking bullshit around. It was just like, whoa, and it fucking shits on, man. It was great. That was yeah. that was one of my favorite scenes. And we get we finally we get the Stanley cameo. Best cameo of all the Oh my god. I had forgotten about that thing. He's the librarian. Especially they took advantage of the 3D as well. He's the janitor and and it cuts to the fucking headphones. I think he's the librarian. He's the librarian. He was some professor teacher. Holding books. Sweater vest. He's the books. And the best part was the table. The table that comes so close and he pulls it away. back by the way. I noticed another cameo in the movie that I don't think a lot of people noticed was Mike. Michael Papa John in uh, he Papa John? No idea that. Is. <laughs> wow. Said, he's wow. Uh, he, he's guy? the limo driver for uh, Osborne's right hand man. But I guess he played Alfred. But more importantly, <laughs> he was the gas jockey in 1972 that was in the fucking real, uh, live action. He killed Uncle Ben in the first Spider Man Raimi movie. Oh yeah. Oh. There you go. <laughs> Tito's waiting for that too. I've seen that. Yeah. Michael Parker Let John. Him, I'm oily, fucking, yeah. I know Tito's like, get, <laughs> get it out. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was kind of an issue. It was. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch that. I gotta see I that can't. again. So, uh, um, really, really cool fight actually at the school. Was. Um, Gwen gets involved. She tries to kind of distract him for a moment, which I actually everyone, really like because everyone like in the theater was expecting that the but that the lizard was going to kidnap Gwen. Yep. With, like well, the stereotypical kind of third act setup. But he doesn't. He's he's got no interest. Yeah, no. Yeah. When he tried to mix that fucking concoction, which I like, he's actually looking at. Well, the I like that actually. Yeah, where he like he's like he's reading the labels on. He's the trying stomach. to find out what they yeah, are. Like, yeah. That bomb. Yeah. Like, he's using. The and then another one of my favorite yeah, lines from the movie was, "I'm gonna throw you out. A, uh, throw you out a window now." Yeah. I'm gonna what? Like that's the first time you really see Parker fight a Spider-Man, where like he's still trying to get the whole fucking webbing down, and like it gets him to a point, right? And he tries a couple new techniques yeah. to slow yeah. him down. Was, that was one of my favorite yeah. fight scenes. I thought that, like you said, Lizard loses his tail. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> and that's what Parker he's says. Like, oh, he's like, oh, disgusting. <laughs> but no, like, 
like just yeah, like, I, I just love that scene because there was like literally no bullshit. He came through the fucking shitter and just yeah. went right for Parker. I, I thought know? the lizard was the best part of that whole movie. Well, oh, it was oh, awesome. Awesome. No, I just, they, they did him really well. One of the oh, best villains I've seen so his far. His face was movie. so creepy. The like, face the was thing like I would have liked is if they made it like, had, like a person face. The snout? Like, yeah. yeah. I wanted snout. <laughs> I wanted fucking... <laughs> well, I, 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 I thought the flat face better. It was perfect. It, the he flat face. Because it allowed so close the talking, to human. right? Had he the snout, it wouldn't. It would have looked more... And in the comics, he always has the white jacket on, too, right? Yeah, which they reference. I like how it gets torn off pretty quick. So sure enough, sure enough, Osborne goes back through the sewer... And Connors. this time, Connors. or uh, yeah, uh, it goes back through the sewers uh, because of the fact that the uh, what's it called? Um, Cops were there, weren't they? Uh, no, um, he lo- what the hell happens? He ties him up, and then the police starts showing up, and he gets away. School. I think Parker bails. I think is what happens. No, Spider-Man. he he, ta- he he's he shoots us uh, because uh, they're trying to get they're trying to get oh. Spider Man too, right? So yeah, no, Spider Man goes down into the sewers. No, no, but what causes the 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 lizard to retreat? I'm trying to remember. Uh, it's because the cops because the yeah, cops are still out to cops, get Spider Man. Because remember, like the cops show up. Well, because everything and Parker's like, there he is, he's right there, and they're like, freeze. Oh. No, the, so the, um, the sewer goes off. down the sewer. Yes, it starts yeah, wearing off again. Yes, oh, okay. yeah. in the middle of the fight, it starts oh, yeah. wearing off again because yeah. yeah, he loses his tail. He regenerates it, and immediately his arm starts going, and yeah. so he decides to retreat. And that um, basically, then the cops show up. He decides to chase after after Osborne. Um, Connors. Connors. And, or sorry, uh, yeah. Connors. <laughs> and he calls Gwen. And he basically tells Gwen that he's okay, but he need they need to develop an antidote to what what he's doing to him. Another hold on, what was with Spider Man? His cell phone all the time. Where did he keep his cell phone? <laughs> in his backpack. Yeah. Yeah, in the the backpack. Spidey cell. Just yeah. Fucking, the red yeah. and blue cell. <laughs> now, to me, I thought Q another uh, weak plot point was just like, do I want the Spidey antidote? No. Do I want the rat antidote? No. I want the reptile antidote. I don't know. It was just. To me, I know what you mean. I, I think they only did that clearly to make sure that nobody had the question of like, well, if Spider Man breathes this stuff in, then doesn't he lose his powers? Yeah. That's, that's why they're like, it's just worked for the reptiles. Yeah, yeah. Well, didn't he Perfect. send spider the, people? The, they're the, gonna the be fine. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Well, no, uh, it's it's based on the serum that that uh, they developed though. So they they set up that the machine Gwen actually with some exposition says the machine can be set to make any kind of cross genetic uh, formula, but yeah. also it can make an antidote at the same time automatically. Yeah. Yeah. So so weak, she heads to point, she heads to Oscorp. Every good machine, but though. and then and then uh, Peter's in the sewer and he sees all the lab equipment from Oscorp and he's like, oh shit! I just sent him to the fucking heart of the yeah, and, and, and he sees one of the capsules that's got like some yeah. extra formula in it. Yeah, and all, yeah, Osborne's uh, or Osborne fucking uh, Connors <laughs> has changed himself again, mm-hmm. and this time he's kind of dead set on on uh, maintaining. Roughly, yeah, because he uh, Peter sees all the research and his plan is to use the Ganali device to basically make everyone into reptile creatures. Because he already just started a bit of it when, and that was actually a pretty good scene when he came back out of the sewer right at Oscorp. With a capsule there, yeah. And, well, they had that all the was cops. when I started they liking the They had all the, the cops start shooting him. And he fucking, like, almost di- and he dies, and they're just, I'm like, what? I, I think he faked that just to get them all close to him. Oh, absolutely. Really no, I think, he, I think he actually yeah. got hurt, yeah, and then he, he regenerated, regenerated, and then he's yeah, fucking he, back, right? So yeah, he had SWAT team members being turned into lizard creatures. Yeah, And then they all came crowded around him, and then he... 
because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he had the little disbursement. Do a really good scene which, where, which is really interesting that they would they, they wouldn't focus on that, which I kind of like because I thought that would have been a bit too campy, like Spider Man having to fight a bunch of like SWAT lizard oh, yeah. creatures. That, well, that no, sets it all, up for a video game. We all sure. feared it when we seen those toys get really. Yeah, the toy line was released we're like, about it. SWAT lizards, where I'm like, no, 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 no. You'll have to fight millions of them in the or in the cart in the video game, but in the movie they left it alone because they're just incapacitated instead of people. So I know we yeah, know the kind of can't deal with the fact that they've changed. He's like, why know, am I a lizard? We know what the showdown is at Oscorp. <laughs> yeah. What? Spider-Man. So Spider-Man decides he's, he's en route to, Ozcor- uh, to Oscorp, and, uh, but at the same time, the police are on, already on his tail from what happened at the school. And yeah. uh, Stacy gets in a helicopter, and they're... Basically, what happens is on his way to Oscorp, he gets, shot. He gets well, he gets, he's not he shot gets yet. killed with this electric bullet, right? And he gets he's, dropped, which is a really interesting thing. What they do, he hits the ground, and as the SWAT team's approaching him, you see his hands raise, just like uh, uh, basically the same thing he was doing with the spider web. He knows where they are because he's sensing the ground and yeah. the footsteps, yeah. and he's able to incapacitate all of them until he they loses. He loses. Well, what happens is Stacy gets mask, the drop on him. Yeah, he, he fucking he goes nuts. Make sure none of them. And then all of a sudden, him. I think he's beaten the last cop, and all of a sudden, Captain Stacy sees that he's <laughs> yeah. And then he's the last one standing turns, and then he behind around. Yeah, and Captain Stacy finds out. Everyone knows it's fighting. fucking Parker. I thought he was just pulling off his. It's mask funny because that's right that's an ongoing joke in the Ultimate Comics too. The fact that he keeps losing his mask. Yeah. And, and there's a, there's a there's a joke in it where like he gets unmasked and he's like, oh my god, they're gonna know who I am. And like the the kingpin unmasked was like, who is this kid? Like, yeah. why would they know who he is? Right? Well, same as Spider Man Two, Rami's right, where it's just like he loses his mask. Sorry, sorry, that's me. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> break a shit. Gonna say we're hour well, yeah, in the Raimi one, he loses his mask, and the people no of, one knows of no New one York. Clue who the well, fuck he is? They but. present him with his mask again. Yeah, but it's yeah. just like no one's just like the, the random New Yorker is not just like Peter Parker. Well, and I think yeah. I think, I think no he's, he's, he's got is, some or? he's got some identity in that they realize that he's a young young kid, young, young yeah. kid guy. You, yeah. you know, and he's yeah. just like a re- like he even says in this new regular, movie, he's, just like, he's just like a regular guy. So, so the obligatory, they face off, and he explains to him that that you know what's going to happen in Oscorp. He lets him go, and sure enough, SWAT team member didn't get the message in quick time enough and shoots, and him, in shoots him in the leg. thigh. So now he's he hurt. Uh, all of a sudden, the leg can't, he can't web swing properly because he's just hitting fucking. Well, he shit couldn't. He, he, like, like I was saying, he can't really. He hasn't really whoops, web web swung at all in the movie. He's just swung a bit, like a little bit, like very very sloppily. Yeah. At which point, you know, this is on the news now because you know, like, there's all these helicopters, helicopters that he's drawn attention of, yeah. and of course, the, the, they've also drawn attention to the lizards climbing, scaling the side of Oscorp, and Gwen's there, and she decides and to take it on, her, on herself to. <laughs> To hide the Ganali device in a closet with herself. Which, and then one of the greatest scenes, I thought, the greatest exchanges between the lizard and between Gwen is when, you know, he kind of walks away and she thinks she's safe, false sense of security, and then bam, he's right there. But he, he just doesn't he kinda grab her. calmly reaches in and he's like, actually, I'm going to need Yeah, that. he just takes and walks, <laughs> and walks she, away. She has, like, she has a little uh, torch, too. She's yeah. like... Yeah, she's trying to burn yeah. him. And he's like, with like, his hand, he's like, just grabs it. <laughs> Which I thought it's was... Like, luck, lady. It's so funny. Two times that they do this, but like, I, two times that the audience... <laughs> thinks that she's gonna like be held hostage by the lizard but she doesn't which I thought was a really nice touch I really like that because it's it's the That's difference been, between uh, well it's the difference it's between the, Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy Mary Jane's dramatic yeah. and, the, and is the damsel and is the kind of outdated now we'll talk about this we'll talk about Gwen and her ultimate fate towards the end of this That's but, also yeah. kind of funny though because 
she's like never actually in danger in reference no to one cares about her <laughs> well yeah she's like like and her dad's all like Mrr. I think that's supposed to put whoever or the people watching the movie into a false sense of yeah, security agree. Though, in the sense yeah. that oh she can take care of herself and that's gonna come at a big blow a big blow later on okay so cue a pretty cool scene where Spider-Man gets shot, so he's all kind of fucked up. It's playing. on the news. The the same guy whose son he saves sees the news mm-hmm. and, and turns it out happens he's a to be a crane worker. worker. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. this is actually this is actually <laughs> a pretty operator. cool scene yeah. where it's like. Line them up. And let's give oh, them something during to swing for. during a forced evacuation of Manhattan too. So yeah. they're going against the order to get out of town. I was I was getting emotional. It was they're well, kind of I mean, they're, they're, they're kind of like the people that back to uh, Ramey Spider-Man and the cool. fact that I New York kind of like comes to Spider-Man, right? Yeah. yeah. And and you know oh, again, you like this was a missed opportunity to link it to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Where why would there be all these cranes there uh, aside from trying to rebuild New York? Right. Yeah, there's a crane but, in every second building. Maybe, <laughs> but the relationship between Spider-Man and the construction workers, crane. Operators, that's set up, so I still feel like yeah, that's and a building block. For the first block. time, we see him Spider-Man's actually like swing across. Yeah, yeah, yeah they might try to help him out it, a few yeah. times in the future. Yeah, because he fucking he missed the first one too, where he fell. Yeah. So good, and yeah. then it was like yeah, the crane just picked him up and he's inside. Just like, oh, yeah. I'm alive. No. So, so he's on his way there. Uh, he swings. He may he makes it just. He he's making his way to uh, Oscorp Tower just as Captain Stacy makes it to Oscorp Tower. Oh no, Gwen, no, because no. Gwen's Gwen's leaving. And she t- and she gives uh, her father the antidote. oh where he's like yeah. here this yeah, is yeah, from yeah. Gwen. no he did that no and she's like dad you have to give this not yeah yet, and, not and, yet. He, and he and, and he and her her dad's like uh, her dad's basically you have to go home he's like no no you have to do this like listen I know. I know your boyfriend's a man of of a few many masks, masks. Yeah. with many masks and and that's know. when he meets up with him and he's like here a gift from Gwen and then that's when he scales well the no tower. then he then he goes he decides he takes it and he goes into Oscorp Tower just as Spider Man makes it to the top of the tower and is able to kick the lizard off nope, of wrong. He no, has- no, trust me. He kicks the lizard <laughs> off of the top of the yeah, tower where he's right. mounting yeah, the device. Okay. They're fighting. Uh, obviously, the lizard has the upper hand, and he's he's choking him out, and he takes off his mask, and he says, poor little Peter Parker, no mother, no father, always alone. no uncle, always alone. At which point, Stacy shoots the lizard, and he says, he's not alone. I know. That was a fucking yeah, great fucking awesome scene. scene that, like, that, that was, was fucking awesome. Yeah. You're right. I thought Fantastic. he got to give it. No, but it was yeah. that point where he was on the roof. from Gwen, because he has the shotgun yeah, right and on. And so he's shooting at him, and one of the ricochet shotguns hits one of the nitrogen tanks at the top of the, of yep. the cooling system of the building. And he no and and he notices that it, it hurts Fuck. him. Leary did so good, man. Leary so, so, fucking nailed uh, that role. Spider Man Spider Man uses the uh, nitrogen, uh, the, the 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 leaking nitrogen, and sprays the lizard with it. Just as uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Stacy is shooting at the lizard, breaking off pieces of his uh, of Body. his limbs. Essentially, yeah. he falls where the tanks are. They keep shooting him. And uh, 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 Stacy gives uh, Spider-Man the the antidote to mount on the Ganali device. That's where he tells him to go. He's like, "I'll yeah, take Spider-Man care." Spider-Man starts climbing just as the nitrogen runs out of the tanks, and yeah. the lizard starts regenerating. And then uh, this is the biggest surprise because I didn't I think they kill him off so, no, so soon. Either. I knew that Stacy was going to die at some point, but I thought they were going to reference evil. the comics in that Doc Ock is the cause of his death because yeah. that's what happens in the comics: is Doc Ock and Spider-Man are fighting. And a, and a, a stray piece of uh, of building essentially falls, and Stacy to save a small boy 
pushes the boy out of the way and it falls on him, right? And it actually polarizes Gwen against Spider-Man. But at this point, it doesn't matter because she knows who he is, right? Well, in the comics, correct me if I'm wrong, but there was kind of like the public eye thought that Spider-Man was directly responsible for Stacy's death, right? Yeah, yeah, because it looked like Spider-Man pushed the piece of uh, building on him. him. So what what happens is uh, Stacy gets impaled by the lizard's claws and and basically, you know, just thrown to the side. By the arm that was the regenerated arm, too. true. Yeah, yeah. The sinister arm. Essentially, yeah, yeah. like no, the that devil's was, playground, idle hands kind of thing going on there. That was a, that was I was like that scene was so powerful. He said, "No, he's not alone." Right, like that. Yeah. It was a fucking great scene, and like I said, it was pretty. Well, yeah, because because it's a really interesting thing about the character because uh, Spider Man in the comics he's kind of like a whipping boy in the sense that like he does all this good, and in the end he still doesn't get the girl. But like the whole thing is like he's so guilty about his uh, about the death of his uncle that it doesn't stop him from doing what he's supposed to do, yeah. right? So in this movie, is kind of showing the fact that, like, and, and interestingly enough, another little side note: uh, the Daily Bugle is a media company. It's in this a TV one. show. It, it, yeah. They do they do uh, uh, newspapers as well as the television. All the television uh, coverage is from from uh, the Daily Bugle, Bugle media yeah. network. And uh, I guess w- w- what I'm getting at is we haven't been introduced to J. Jonah Jameson, which means that we we still don't have that element where they're trying to turn uh, him uh, the against city against the, Spider Man, right? If they do cast. They gotta go back to Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he can so still play him. He can still play him. Fuck, he nailed it, that man. Was, he fucking it would be a nice homage, it, too. Man. I thought J.J. was in... Uh, no, no, no. They don't even reference him. No, just the Daily Bugle yeah. in this movie. Yeah, uh, And no Betty so, Brandt. So it's your, yeah. ba- it's your basic typical ending at that point. Well, no, like, no. So what happens is the, the, the lizard makes him his way to the Ganali device. He, he's, uh, he's, he's about to stop uh, Spider-Man just as Spider-Man puts in the antidote, and the device goes off. But with the antidote in it, which is kind of like a Deus Ex Machina, where it basically solves the problem about Freddy the Rat and all the SWAT lizard creatures, as oh, well yeah, as changing yeah. Connor's back. <laughs> yeah. Now, it, this is to what some I extent. Him, what, what I find really interesting is he saved they both fall falling. off the tower because the cu- tower collapses at that point, and uh, Peter's about to plunge to his oh, death because no the, web his swingers. web shooters are broken. Yeah, he's grabbed him, and that, like I said, that's another thing that the I lizard like about this thing. Snap lizard shooters. snapped him because you yeah. can fucking see him. They we, blink, we, were, right? we were anticipating that he was going to have to deal with running out of web because because, because see, he's I the wanted new, to see the reload on the. In, he's kind of rookie at being a superhero, yeah. but they took care of that in a different way. Well, he was crushed when yeah. yeah. So so he's about to plunge to his death, but the lizard saves him, or uh, Connor saves him with the lizard arm, which is which is withering away. Yeah, falls off. No, it was it was so we see a last bit of humanity well, from Connors, and then yeah, right? I, it's another false sense of security. I think though, because I mean he's he's obviously uh, guilty for killing Stacy because he tells Parker and he's like the captain, the captain. Yeah. yeah, I just remembered, I just killed him as the lizard, and like there's definitely the Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Exactly, thing he's that, aware, he's but he's Connors a different now, person, yeah. and so that leads Parker. But to go at the down same to time, Stacey. I think it's like I think they're letting it uh, lead up to clearly he's still got some symptoms. They show his skin is a little bit scaly. Yeah. In, in later scenes and I think that if they continue to use him in the franchise in the reboot franchise they're going to kind of merge the two personalities into one and so yeah. instead of being you know totally uh, Dr. Kirk Connors and totally the lizard that he's going to start uh, they're going to start melding together even though he's repentant at the very end there he kind of has like a Dr. Octopus in the second Sp- Raimi Spider-Man moment yeah, I will not die he, a monster yeah, moment he saves yeah. himself blah 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 but well he doesn't die in this so, movie. It, 
a big scene. Which is an interesting. It's the first time. I mean, the only bad guy to really live through this Raimi series is the Sandman, because Peter kind of lets him go. He can't really get killed either. That too, right? I mean, he tries. The only saving grace is Spider Man Three. I thought. Hayden Church did fucking No, I think phenomenal. that was bullshit, honestly. Because it's like, I'm not a bad person. Yes, you are. Yeah, no, you did bad, bad things. Just things. No, no. I'd do the same thing. No, fucking, I'd do the same thing if you were sick. If you're... It, <laughs> oh, <laughs> here we go. Does that make me a bad guy? It makes you really gay. Um, <laughs> all I was going to say was that they... Which is okay. <laughs> all well, there's anything wrong with that. Take a look at the first Raimi Spider-Man. <laughs> bad guys, <laughs> Green Goblin. Hard. Green Goblin you dies. Second one, bad guys, Dr. Octopus. Dr. Octopus dies. Yeah. Thereby getting rid of like tying up loose ends. Interestingly enough, this is the first time where it's it's kind of like the whole Batman Begins versus the uh, Tim Burton Batman thing, right? Yeah, you know, you're not used to seeing Spider-Man put people in prison. You know what I mean? Like that was an interesting part. But I thought it got really good when as soon as he found out where he tells him I killed Stacy. He went right back down. He went down yeah. to see Stacy, in which Stacy tells him that that you know, yes, it, he realizes good. that he's he's a hero and that the city needs him. But he he made him promise Leave Gwen out, out of, of it. it. Yeah. So right there, it's kind of like promise a and also warns him, Pro- which he did. He yeah. warns promise him me that he'll make enemies. Yeah. Yeah. He warns him that people aren't going to like him, mm-hmm. and the more the more good he does, the more people are going to start getting on his case. And so then we got opposing him. We got a really cool kind of reminiscent of the first uh, funeral scene in in Raimi in Raimi Spider Man uh, One. Uh, Norman's mm-hmm. uh, funeral comparison Stasis. to Stacy's. No, yeah. I'm saying Norman's. Oh right, right, right. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Where Gwen actually walks up to no, because he didn't. No, no. He didn't go to the funeral. No, he she he does. Did. He. He shows up in the shadows. He's at the top right. of a building yeah. watching. But, then, but the reason why she confronts him is like, why weren't you at the why funeral? Why weren't you there? Everybody he was. He can't even talk to her. He can't. He can't do it. Right? Lo- so. Or was it you? Lo- do you love me or something like that? At least no, she no, no, no. It. She sa- she says, uh, why didn't you come to the funeral? He made and a he's promise. Gonna respond, he's going to respond. And he's like, I I can't do this. And then she she starts walking away. And she's like, he made you he promise, made you didn't, promise you? didn't he? Didn't he? Yeah. And he doesn't say anything. He yeah. doesn't say anything. And then like him and uh, him and Aunt May have an exchange where. She um, oh oddly enough after the Oscorp Tower scene he shows up home all beaten up but he remembered the eggs from earlier oh yeah, yeah. Right. he's which grown is, a bit which is honestly a little bit of a cop out because I think they needed to address the fact that like what the fuck is happening to him every night that he's coming home beat beat up and I I really would like. Aunt May to know that he's Spider Man. Well, uh, I think. Well, she's watching the TV and then he's. I would like that, to, but they didn't. Like, they didn't do a direct know. thing about it. Oh yeah, Cue, that good scene I was happy really with that. Spider Man too, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cue a good scene that we didn't really talk about was when he did come home beaten up when he forgot the eggs, where he was just like, just just go to bed, just go to bed, go to sleep. And, and she's she like, says, I, I can't can. sleep mm-hmm. yeah. watching this shit, and then you're gone. Ben's dead. Come on, beat the shit. SWAT lizard lizards thing, all around. Yeah. So, so uh, again, unresolved things. Uh, uh, Aunt May and Peter Parker's uh, relationship. They've got like it's interesting because the, the they've reached a plateau. Yeah, the Ultimate really Comics great. really do a good uh, a deal with this really well. Where they they come to a head at, at uh, one of the issues where she basically tells him is like, "Why are you even living here? We're complete strangers." Because their connection, they're not even related by blood. Uh, their relation, his relation to her is through Uncle Ben because because oh, yeah, Ben yeah. is is Richard's blood. older brother. Richard's yeah, brother. yeah. The um, so we pretty much it, it cuts that scene there where they have an exchange. He remembers the milk. It's kind of homey, relaxing. Cute, 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 uh, cute yeah. eggs, not milk. Oval lacto dairy, oh. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cute back to eggs. school where he shows up late for class. 
Uh, really cute scene. Well, no, oh, it, uh, on the side is Flash. Flash is a oh, fan right. of Spider-Man, right. which yeah, is a reference yeah. to the comic again. And yeah. you notice, was there, weren't they in that scene they were still trying to repair the school? I think yeah, yeah. they were yeah. 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 still rebuilding. <laughs> it was clever, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the, uh, So, yeah, he shows up for class late. Yeah, and, and he's, he's like, I promise it won't be late again. And she's like, don't, don't make, make promises, promises you can't keep. But and then he says under his breath, but those are the best ones. And then, of course, she gets that big She gets the smirk. Big smirk on her face. And then, you're going to break your promise to the old part that I wanted to talk about for the whole podcast. All right, and then this scene. Which okay, so the movie ends with him web swinging and shooting a web right to the screen, and then we go into the credits. Then we go into the post credit scene, just of like, no like mid credit scene. Credits. Who does that during yeah. a mid credit scene? Marvel Who movie? does that? Okay, so, yeah, let, everyone except us. Apparently, let's just cut back for a quick second. We're actually en route to Avengers. We just dropped Kingston off at our parents' cab, and we're in the fucking back roads. We're like, Todd, we're fucking lost. And you're, and then all of a sudden, I think the only thing that calmed you down was like, "Oh, there's a new Spider-Man trailer." <laughs> so you're literally, I'm like, Tio, put it. Like, well, no, I was, I yeah, had kind of like an Abed moment where I'm like, I can't deal with real life. I'm gonna go on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I remember you're, you're you said, a bad so person. Yeah, you're exactly. a bad person. <laughs> I remember you saying that, "Oh, there's a new Spider-Man trailer." I'm like, hook it into the the, the surround yeah. sound. So we hear this trailer that got released. It was actually attached, to which the actually IMAX. included the scene. It had the fucking scene of did you tell the boy about his father? Yeah, in a fucking thing. trailer. Yeah, that's yeah. why I thought we saw the scene. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way in hell yeah, this let, is the hidden scene. Let's, we'll play out the scene. So essentially, what happens is in in the mid credits of the movie, just like most of the Marvel movies, we have a scene and it shows uh, some uh, p- uh, police or correctional officers leading Connors into a jail cell, very dark jail cell. He enters the Which jail. It's raining and thunder and lightning. Yeah. yeah, there's clear light going into the. Yeah, light. so he he sits down in his in his uh, on his bed, and then there's a crack of thunder and lightning, and then it's revealed that there's someone hiding in the shadows. He steps out of the shadows. How did he he's get got, in there? He's got. How is he going to get we out? Don't we yeah. don't know. We, he has a he has a hat and he's wearing a trench coat. It looks old as balls. Huh? He looks finger. old as hell. Mm-hmm. Well, he's he's got jittery hands, which is some it, of his. He has pointy fingers like the fucking lizard, right? Huh? He has pointed fingers like pointed nails. I'm not sure. Well, yes. I noticed like he, he had jittery hands. No, no, no. Aged. See, I think Webb they were point- is laughing anyway, right now. So, so what oh, happens he is totally he is. said <laughs> he basically he 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 asks Connors if he told Peter about his father. Did he you do, tell the did, boy? No, did you, did you tell the boy the truth it's about the his father? It's the father. And then and then Connors <laughs> responds with, uh, "No, you should leave him alone." And then all the, the figure just basically no. He, he says no, and then he's, and he's like, like, "Good, maybe we'll leave him, or we'll we'll talk about it, or we'll leave him alone for a bit. We'll, we'll talk alone. to him after." He no, says, no, no, no. He says no, and then there's a pause, and then he says, "You should leave him alone." And then the he says and then the guy laughs, and he's like, "He's like, we'll no, leave him alone, alone for now." Do, isn't it the opposite? Doesn't he say maybe we'll leave him alone for a for, while, and then for a while. Connor says he deserves to be left alone for, for good. Ever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and, yeah, then said, and then the guy He's, says that's not going to happen. He said something. Well, no, he doesn't say that. He doesn't say anything. And then there's yeah. another right. crack of thunder with a flash of lightning, and the guy disappears just as soon as he was there. Now, at the theater, the immediate assumption, at least by me, was that is Norman Osborn. Yeah, yes, same. That's what I thought, I thought at first, But too. then, literally the next day, uh, the guy who plays the lizard uh, in an interview says... That's not Norman Osborn. Right. And now the internet's blowing up with people Mark Webb making the connection yeah. to the lightning so for who, the entrance and the exit. Who could it so be? I think that's could a, be Electro, that's could be Shocker. I've heard three pretty good, in, yeah, I've heard three pretty good uh, theories, which they could be tied together one or the other. But uh, one guy was thinking maybe Mysterio, another guy Electro, and another guy I thought it might be Richard Parker. Okay, uh, my, my okay, my three. That's not bad, actually. Yeah, well, my why would three he talk about the third person? I was saying. Yeah, why would he say his father? My yeah. three, my uh, three main Connors theories. Connors clearly knows who it is. 
my three main theories are um, uh, when they said it's not Norman Osborn, they could be referencing the fact that it's Green Goblin. Green Goblin. True. <laughs> That's oh. true. Because no one remember pointing fingers. Nobody Number else. Two. No. Nobody remembers pointing fingers. Connors no. and the lizard are two separate personalities at this point. Yeah. This could be the lizard speaking. Yeah. Okay. Number three of the main ones. This is in connection to writing uh, in reference to the movie itself. Number three would be that it is Richard Parker, but Richard Parker has changed. Something's happened to him yeah. in the time. Now, the fourth one, which would be the, the big one that I didn't even come up with, but it's been circulating in the, uh, the internet. I had to watch the clip again is this could be Electro. That seems to be the most grounded in the fact that with lightning. a flash of lightning, lightning, he appears. With a flash of lightning, he disappears. disappears. From that... You could speculate anything. Once you get into the realm of it, this could be Electro, it could really be anyone at that point. Well, and it's, I mean, it's a, it's See, a classic device, right? It's I, a classic tension device to use lightning and thunder in the background. Yeah. Yes. I think so that's a could. red herring. I think it's well, just it, like, let's class some lightning. Someone, the for, some someone in the forum brought, brought in a good argument against it. He said, well, I mean, with that same argument, you could say it's like, well, how did, how did, how was Spider-Man mysteriously in the car before the, the guy broke into the car wouldn't he have had to break in first? And how did he disappear from the car without the sound of the car opening or closing, right? Like, I you know, just like really weird yeah. transition I device. think that this character is in that cell to begin with, and he didn't disappear after the fact. It just cut. The scene just cut. Well, that I was think that, he's still there. Like, I think know, that would like, just, like well, no, no. If you watch the clip again, because I, I just watched it. Is there any way you can watch it again? It's no. online, but they, it's like they light handicap. the corner of the room. See, the whole room is completely yeah. Dark, when the, when the lightning the hits the second time, bricks. the room is empty. And then when the lightning hits, all of a sudden the black corner is no longer black. You see like the, the little shadows and the lights on Buddy's face. And then all of a sudden, when it cracks again, you, the whole room lights up. You see every inch of that room, and it is empty. Fair Save enough, so, But I still think that's red herring, though. I, well, I don't think that has anything to do with the character itself. I just think that's maybe some cinematography to fucking show. Possibly mystery, mystery, mystery. It's mystery, possible. Right? Now, at this point, uh, it, now, if, if we're drawing to something that wasn't introduced into the movies yet, a villain, maybe a villain that's already been developed is, let's again, let's rewind to the fact that Peter Parker's father's death and the circumstances and the fact that Oscorp, yeah, it, it, like this, there might be things in play before Peter Parker became Spider-Man. Like, for all we know... Which I think that's a given. They're, they've already well, been yeah. researching on yeah. humans. And, and uh, oddly enough, in the Ultimate Universe, Electro is already Electro by the time Spider-Man becomes Spider-Man. Because in, in, he's one of Oscorp's experiments. In fact, it would actually make sense why he's hiding in the shadows. Because Ultimate Electro is scarred. His, his body is completely scarred from the fact that he's been... He see, can generate electrical charges. His, his, cause I, remember, I remember something when we did see his hands. I, I, they weren't pointy, but I do remember his hands looked messed up. There was something wrong. Either old and they were jittery. Older that clip, yeah. What about what about the trailer? What about it? Is no, that the, the trailer, well, the trailer the just oh, the trailer just cuts to. Did you tell the boy about his father? And like you just see. Oh, that, doesn't, and then it doesn't do the whole scene. Yeah, okay. I'm still flabbergasted that they would release a fucking after credit scene in a goddamn trailer. Hey, well, I mean, there's, there's no, there's there's no, no set of rules to what they have to do. That was what a lot of people wouldn't say after that. I knew that there was going to be a scene after the credits. I was like. This I bet you any money that's because well, by the time we were getting closer to the end of the movie and I had that scene in my mind I was like I want to see that and see if I can speculate some stuff yeah and it wasn't coming up I'm like I was that's when I said Sal I was, like, was sitting right next to me it's, it's, yeah. it can't be yeah. that, it, it can't well, I, be I remember leaning over to Sal and I was just like that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be the, the post credit scene he went no way I was in the trailer I was like that exactly it's yeah. gonna be it and it, but again it's just the, like putting fucking Thanos in the fucking Avengers trailer <laughs> oh, yeah well, there's no, no rule that's bad what's the point there's no 
you don't see anything. Yeah, trailers, trailers do the big drop. Trailers have right? had and scenes that have never even shown so up in really movies. They don't before. show us. Yeah. Well, 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 remember the Mummy Returns? There was a, a whole movie. bunch of scenes that weren't even in the final movie. Yeah, they, 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 the they purposely scenes. put uh, scenes 3D that uh, the movies roller coaster normal activities. Yeah. Didn't show up in Spider Man. What the roller coaster scene? What roller coaster scene? On the preview, there's a roller coaster. There's like the first person roller coaster scene. Remember that? The Spider Man preview. No, it's not. It's not a roller coaster. It's it's a. No, I know what you mean. Oh yeah, it's a first person point of view of him like swinging. It seems like one of those theme rides. Did anyone see the long fingers? No, anyone see the roller coaster? They did show that. Holy fuck! Who are you watching, man? No, Bensky. They did show that, but it was updated graphics. Yeah, it was all. It was completely CGI. And when they released that in the first trailer, they hadn't quite got everything right yet. That's why I had that theme ride. That's what you're talking about. They used the last like three seconds of that scene. Every everyone is. Speculating that this <laughs> this might actually be a setup for the Sinister Six yeah, for, I uh, for the sequels, which would be really interesting because uh, I, I was reading the forums and an interesting idea would be that the fact that Norman Osborn is basically developing an army of superhumans, right? Yeah. And this might actually be a really good way to tie Spider-Man into the Avengers and the True. fact that there's like an anti-Avenger group, essentially, six right? Six, yeah. Yeah, it's, the um, it, it's I've been reading a lot after we watched the movie, and one thing I really like about this production is it seems like Mark Webb is having a good time. He already said he's going to yeah. direct the second one. He's been really involved in the fucking press junkets to a fact where he's having really lots of fun with this scene. And to me, when you have a happy crew, especially a helm, a helm that's helm's been like a director, like it's having such a good time. Look how much Whedon wanted to do it. Look how good the Avengers turned out. I think yeah. Amazing Spider-Man turned out really good. And you got Mark Webb that's already said, "Yeah, I'll do the second one." And let's talk about the secret scene. He actually brings that up in these press junkets, right? And the, what do you think well, it is? He Ooh, wants to hear what one. people's theories are. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking this is nothing but fucking positive. Where he can take this like completely take where he wants room. to yeah, go. Exactly. He's yeah. already said that he always loved the concept of Mysterio being in the movies. Yeah. He's never once said that he's going to be in the movie because obviously it's not his script. But it's out there, right? Uh-huh. And, and they've already they haven't written number two yet, and so I think it leaves it open. Both Mysterio and Chameleon are characters that they can. Easily and and not sloppily, Basically, right put, into, put into the previous. Reality. Yeah, yeah. Well, I th- yeah I they the might have already been on really screen. Well I doubt they'll have the chameleon in there simply because yeah. that would make the whole invest in, in inventing of the lizard man kind of. Well, let, let's let's go back to like the the thing that makes Electro leap is the fact that let's look at what Oscorp does research in. Right, they do research in basically genetics, genetics. Uh, chemical engi- chemical engineering, uh, basically uh, like the, the mad sciences, yeah. right? And that can but more importantly, the cross genetic stuff, right? So you're leaning more towards the fact that enhanced humans, right? Now, is bioelectrics really? A thing? Can it be a thing? Sure, it can. I mean, you could. I mean, it's, oh, it's all bullshit science if you think about well, it. And, and maybe and it's connected the, to the bio cable. And look at yeah, the backstory to Mysterio. He's a Hollywood FX artist. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think he has a fit. Like, no, and that's you just made an excellent point. We got to center around some people that's going to fit into this storyline, which is essentially like the Avengers well, storyline. Do you right? think there'll be a big time jump? I, I, like, what do you think um, the time gap's going to be? If they, they want to tie it into the Marvel Cinematic if it's eight Universe, years, the time gap's be, <laughs> I would say five. Well, because Andrew Garfield's about twenty-eight now, yeah. he's playing like a seventeen-year-old, yeah. so I mean, he can't really yeah. hang on to yeah. that for much the only, longer. The only thing I'm thinking is that what they could do easily is uh, he graduates high school. Maybe there's mm-hmm. a thorn with Gwen Stacy, and like all that coming together. Maybe even as a fight with uh, um, Aunt May as well, and then he gets one lead as to the location of the crash site, or, or like the, something to do with his father. And he takes off. Well, again, who's involved? I, I, like, I'm wondering how you're going to tie the Daily who's, into here. Like, who's that, involved? Like, especially in the digital age. That yeah. Really... Who's involved with Gwen Stacy's death storyline? Because you know they got to do it. The Green Goblin. Yeah. 
I think we have our answer, folks. I really so, do. So if you well, can, <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, you for know three movies, the they, they, have they can't have yeah. a romance be happy for three straight movies. No. But I don't think they'll kill her off next one. Oh no, I think the <laughs> no, I think the third, I think the third one will be killed. I think that's like, fine. Right ending. at the beginning of the third one. Well, the dark that could happen Rachel. too. Bam! I was gonna say. Stacy's dead. Yeah, but Rachel's death wasn't near. Usually, when they kill off the the love interest in a superhero movie, that just galvanizes the character even more towards their ends, right? Yeah. Um, one thing that I was going to say really quick about the ending there, uh, that ending scene and everything, is uh, he's. I just feel like I know they kind of use that cinematic device where he does the Batman thing. Are, are you trying to? Are you trying to disappear when I look away? Like you say the line, and then, and then you do that disappearing thing. So the, whoever this mysterious character does yeah. that thing, he enters the room, he leaves the room, split second, it's a frame edit, but. Still, the point is, they show the guards. They make a point of showing that he's in this maximum security, prison. weird, dark prison. If somebody's getting in and out of there, they either have to have serious skills of espionage and spy or technic- or techniques, or they need to have an in, a.k.a. working for the Oscorp Corporation or being Norman well, Osborn I mean, the, yourself. The One of the two. The conversation uh, leads to the assumption that they do have ties with Oscorp, right? Clearly, yeah. Because they, they know about... They, they, there's something having to do with Richard Parker. They know that Peter is... They know Peter is Spider-Man right away. So and follow, I think I think this person has maintain ground maintain ground control. Your yeah. grounded movie, right? Right. No, no, no. That's that, that, that's that's silly. Because the thing is, um, if it, the the there's a rule. If you can make this, if you can make the characters believable, it doesn't matter where you take it. That's why Avengers works so well. Yeah, you know, good point. But I'm just saying, it's already tied in, like with the fucking uh, the the Welcome to Oscorp scene where you can't see his face. Yeah. It, the, I like the fact that you're right. They're probably doing a play on words. It's not Ormond Osborne. It's, it's the, the Goblin. Green, it's the Green Goblin, yeah. That's the fucked up fingers. That's the crazy fucking Doc Brown hair. It's, it's, yeah. it's the Goblin. <laughs> Whoever it is, I think they have carte blanche access to that prison cell. Yeah. Which is a weird thing. they got to have a lot of power. The... Um, because no, to be honest, like to be honest, and I, I, I know like with the, with the movies these days, they are gearing mm-hmm. towards comic book fans. But when you came into my office and we're like, you know what they're talking about? It's Electro. What was my first reaction? Who? You know what I mean? Like, like you, you don't get that mass appeal with if it comes out of Electro. Like to me, if it was yeah. well, no, 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 if the big reveal was Electro, I'd be like. Okay. <laughs> well, that was similar with Thanos at the end of uh, the Avengers. Yeah, Most people that point. I saw were they always who the hell is that? Red Skull. Red Skull Thanos. But <laughs> it's the Red Skull, Antino. You're a fucking idiot. It's fucking Thanos. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> sorry, All right, a couple quick things before uh, we do the the final reviews. I just wanted to comment. Uh, Andrew Garfield got paid five hundred thousand for that. I thought that was crazy. I didn't. Didn't uh, Tobey Maguire get two million for Spider Man? I think it's two or three. Then yeah. why, so why would the two at 500 all? be outrageous? Because mm. it's low. so low. You, oh, okay, yeah. 500,000 for a, a major superhero well, no, iconic they, they, role? It was actually, it, well, I mean, the thing is, like, they After know, he done Social Network? Oh, okay, because yeah, I, I was reading know, your comments and it sounded like you... didn't know how successful like it was going to be either, though, right? I think he didn't sign on before Social Network. Oh, he did, too. He probably signed on the dotted line. That movie won Best Picture, and then he's like, fuck, fuck. I thought that was very surprisingly low. I was pretty shocked when I read that number. Uh, but then again, look, Maybe oh, the guy's look, humble, look how much Robert Downey Jr. made for Avengers compared to everyone else. Yeah. Right? He's the only one with a non-multi-picture deal that made fucking almost $50 million while Samuel L. and all them are making 5 or $6 million. Crazy, it's funny. Crazy the amount money. the amount that an actor makes on a movie or in general on their on their series of movies has nothing to do with quality of no. of uh, or even screen appeal. Like it's just it's funny how those um, different uh, contracts work. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh no, it is right. Like, and Marvel was kind of smart to sign all these actors to multi-picture deals because you you basically just locked them up for a, a decent sum of money. Well, but Iron Man and, was the fucking Avengers, basically. But no, Iron Man was the first one. They didn't know yeah. that he was the test. Yeah. If if and if, Iron, if Iron Man one failed, we would not have seen everything. Yeah. Else. It's well, kind of like I don't Hunger think Spider- Games I don't think Spider Man would have failed. I just think it was like it. It's interesting. Like I said, it, it's a, it's a very good parallel to Batman Begins, and you know, yes. it makes me laugh how many people think you know, oh, Deus Ex Machina at the end. I'm like, I'm like, really, guys? Come on, <laughs> fear toxin. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. Like, I mean, the, the whole plot is like, if that train hits the middle of Gotham, no, you're right. oh my god. Like, <laughs> but that's the thing too. If, if you're sitting that into as much as I do like reality based superhero movies, you are sitting down to watch a superhero movie. You've yeah, there's got to be some suspension of disbelief. When Spider-Man 2 came out, there was a review in the Fort McMurray Today. My mom and I were reading it. We were like, are you serious? And the person was saying, uh, was was trashing the movie because it was too much like a comic book. They're like, <laughs> and like, and like, mean, you could practically flicks. say, you could practically see on the screen. Meanwhile, no a Doc Ock's lair, and we're sitting there going, it's a fucking comic book That's movie. That's exactly what I want to see. Yeah. That'd be fucking <laughs> it's not people. winning Oscars, guys. Like... So, Meanwhile, there's some no, reality like you should said, be stretching. You're going to superhero movies, just that you're going to see a superhero movie. Hey, Heath Ledger won the Oscar. True. Was, was that one True. of the only Oscars but, ever won well, by a comic book actor? Speaking of which, I think that's a good transitional a transition there. So the next Cinephiles is going to be about okay, the yeah, Dark Knight Rises. Before we kick in, though, I want to get the... Uh, sweet. Okay. Give us a review. <laughs> Uh, eight. You're out of a. You do your little score out of ten. What? Out of ten? Eight. Ten Tito burritos. <laughs> Tito burritos. <laughs> I, gi- I give it eight Tito burritos. Eight Tito burritos. <laughs> any, any closing comments? Uh, yeah. No. Um, I would have that. I would have been called right. It's on par. It's on par with uh, Batman Vince Begins. Drunk. <laughs> the seeds of the seeds of greatness are in this movie, and I think this movie, if the sequels, if the sequels live up to the hype of what they're building here, this movie will actually be a really good like people will be quoting this movie often just the same way Batman Begins keeps getting quoted in reference to the Dark Knight so no okay so we got an 8 out of 10 uh, I'm gonna give it uh, I'm gonna give it 7 Tito burritos out of 10 <laughs> <laughs> closing comments uh, you know what I, I really loved it like for for all of the complaints that I have about it it is still by and large a hugely phenomenal film especially considering that it's such a quick reboot of the franchise well, after I, after such failure with the third one, you know, box office yeah. and critical critical acclaim and alike. The worst thing I had working against it is the fact that it redid an origin that was already done. And ba- the way Batman Begins works so well is because no one had done the origin cinematically for Batman. Yet. Exactly, yeah, that's true. No, I mean, they oh. they they quickly touch on the Joker origin in the first. Um, that, I still yeah, remember that. Batman I still remember in 1989. In fact, it's confusing. The, the oh, 89 yes. Batman begins, and you yeah. think they're doing his origin, and it's not. It's just like it's, it's like his a, first an mistake. illusion, right? Yeah, right. It's his first big mistake, and and then it comes the to bite him in the ass. Yeah. Um, but uh, for the movie, I just felt like uh, the, the with the lizard, a couple of the scenes were kind of weak, and the edits into them were a little bit strange. Especially that sewer fight scene, I felt was too short. Like things like that, I had a couple nitpicky issues, but casting was amazing. The director clearly did a great job. Um, the 3D effects, since it was released in 3D, I want to talk about that. I felt like they were non-existent for the first half, and of course, yeah. there's very little comic booky action in the first half of the movie too. But really, I mean, you can if it, the screen weren't going to be blurry, you could leave your glasses off until minute 51, True. And when when shit gets real. But yeah. then. It's fucking phenomenal. It is, it is yeah. absolutely amazing. And the way the they, um, I wonder if they shot in 3D or if they converted. Um, I'm pretty sure they shot uh, some. Of, shot some of that was shot, shot in 3D, 3D IMAX direct 3D. too. I'm at, oh, it got yeah, shot in so, IMAX. So sequences were. 
Well, they shot it with the, with the, the Red Epic camera, so it was shot with IMAX and 3D. They used like the, mm-hmm. that ad. The same cameras they used on Prometheus was the same cameras yeah. they used for Spider-Man. But they didn't actually use the IMAX digital camera like Nolan did. No, no, no. I, I, no. What Nolan uses is like the actual like IMAX The actual film. full IMAX film, yeah. Yeah, no, they use those Red Epic cameras with the... Uh, with the uh, IMAX like, setting. With the, yeah, well, they have it on the full 4K <laughs> so the thing IMAX recording, and then they have the Adam rigs for the 3D. Okay. So it was shot in 3D then? Yeah, shot in IMAX 3D. Excellent. And... Yeah, the 3D effects were awesome, and I really appreciated how the 3D effects were used to their their full uh, ability during Stanley's cameo as well. That really <laughs> made the movie. And it, awesome. I almost wanted, the there's also cameo. a couple scenes where I wanted to like move stuff out of the way so that I could see the screen. <laughs> of course, it's not really there because you're wearing 3D glasses. But yeah, I loved it. So you seven out of ten, Zach. I'm give I'm me gonna, a rating and a final thought, sir. I'm gonna give it an eight because when I first saw the trailer, I was like, seriously, come on, and I really I didn't have high hopes for it. And then I watched it, and I thought it was it was awesome. Um, again, like Tito was saying, the the or redoing the origin after it had already been done within a ten year span, um, I I enjoyed it because it was different enough that I was entertained. But it wasn't this, it, but it was still the same basic idea to get this that we've already character. seen before. Yeah. Um, I liked the 3D in this one for certain aspects. Like usually, I, I, I don't like 3D, but what I liked is that a lot of the scenes had like those gritty particles flowing down, That's right. like in yeah. the sewers, and especially or the, when blue, the blue, the fucking yeah. Thing I went found down. that was really they really yeah. hyped that up. Yeah, Good call. it feels like yeah. the, the blue shits raining all around you. I was yeah. like, okay, this is like one of the very few times 3D is actually affected me while Working. watching a movie otherwise yeah. 3D is usually they did it awesome in Prometheus too with that like pixelated was, digital stuff that, that blew was me what away. I was going to say the only other movie I have seen where 3D has actually helped in, in the filming of it was Prometheus mm-hmm. with the, the well, they holograms went to, they went to the school camp or the, 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 the suit camp oh the dream camp and the that, dream, no yeah. like wherever yeah. they were in suit whenever like it was in like well, there was, the suit there was the suit out. camera the dream camera the uh, the hologram of the engineers in the, in the history and then there was also the um, one of the things I loved the most was you know when they're talking about the, the different yep. place the caves they've been and they show them all up that you can little, physically the see the Rubik's Cube and, yeah <laughs> well, when they cool project device. it all up you see the different shapes of the ruins and I'm like true. I wouldn't be able to see that in 2D it's, so no, good point very good point so I honestly this is the second movie where I honestly believe that the 3D was noticeable and in a good way as opposed to a bad excellent so okay we got an 8 7 and an 8 ash kick 8 <laughs> no, I I, uh, I didn't like those other three. I prefer this one. A lot. You don't like the Ramies? Mm. Really? He's, he's, no, he's... I didn't like them, and I don't know if that was just because. I think he's an acquired taste. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was just. It wasn't like. It wasn't quite quite what 2. I was 1. expecting. I don't like. Oh. I don't like Tobey Maguire like at all. So that probably doesn't help. That's, that's a big complaint I hear from most people who don't enjoy those trilogies. Yeah, and like, that was eh. it. Like, he, like his stupid little faces and stuff just like completely put me <laughs> off the movie. Like some of the stuff he was doing. So yeah, I don't know. I like this one a lot better, and the 3D was wicked. Um, oddly enough, uh, one of the comments uh, uh, I heard leaving theater was like, Cass didn't like it, did he? Like, I, I remember Cass saying he's like, ugh. <laughs> like, yeah, Cass, not Cass was not a fan. He, yeah, he Cass said it didn't at, like it, but... He said it at the fights last night, too. I didn't want to argue over it. 
so I just left it. <laughs> you should have came here. Uh, no, and you know he doesn't well, like getting. I mean, what what I mentioned was uh, like I said, it, it's really interesting what they because like that was the biggest comment out of the Dark Knight was it changed the game. It was a game changer for the comic book movie format, mm-hmm. and and I mean this this uh, this Spider Man reboot is really is a sign of that. Like they've changed everything to fit that new Batman formula, right? Yeah. Uh, and and so uh, Raimi's is very much the I I see Raimi's trilogy as the pinnacle of the old standard of making mm-hmm. superhero movies. Probably the best example of how to make that format where like, you know, the the, the format that basically Superman started, the, yeah. the original 78 Superman started, right? So, yeah. yeah. And I think part of it too is like when I was back home, like I had no idea about comic books or anything, but since coming up here, I'm like <laughs> drowned in it with you overloaded. guys. So it's pretty, yeah. Which is, and which we're is, not sorry. Which is awesome because I love it. Sorry, but not sorry. Like, like, you know, I just didn't have any idea about what any of the backgrounds of anything was, but now, like, since we've been watching like all the movies together and stuff, like, I'm starting to get it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was a lot. I could grasp See, everything like that's a why lot better because I've learned all about it. I was going to say it in my little review, but I'll just bump it up right quick. Uh, I think that's where I kind of take on these movies, where Tito is very well versed into the origins and, and does a lot of comic mm-hmm. comparison. I watch these flicks as a standalone. Yeah, film, pretty much less, me right? too. I do get a bit of background knowledge, and I think that, to be honest, excuse me. Like, the reason why I kind of hated how Skewers he got... Skewers Skewers? Skewer. Shrimp skewer? skewer? <laughs> what are you trying to say? Skews? It, it skewers my, vi- my view. Skews. Skews. Yeah. I'm hungry, sorry. Skewer is... Craven <laughs> shrimp. It fucking... Craven say it again? Uh, obscure? Skews. Skews. <laughs> My uh, my view of the movie, right? Because if I didn't know the real how he develops his powers, I might not have been so kind of uh, didn't like the fact that he just kind of springed up and, and hit the roof. You know what I mean? It, if I didn't know the proper background story, if I just went in to watch this movie, I would have been like, "Cool, I can I can flow with that." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what was your rating there, Ash? Eight. 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 Okay. Yeah. Bensky, you're up. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll give it a seven. I give a seven point five mm-hmm. Tito burritos actually, because <laughs> of course the I, official rating system with the Wyman podcast. <laughs> Number burritos. Of course, I'm comparing it to the first one with Tobey Maguire there, and there was parts from both that I liked more. You know what I mean? Definitely like Lizard more than Green Goblin yeah, as too. the villain. I thought fucking Lizard was awesome. Did a great job. I liked uh, I liked uh, Jesus Mary Jane more than Gwen. Oh wow! Big time! Wow, wow, really? Oh yeah, love that story. I'm not a huge, huge fan, of course, of the love You're story. You're sleeping alone tonight, sir. <laughs> <laughs> not a huge fan of the love stories in like in the comic book uh, movies, right? Not a huge fan, of them. and it was pretty big time in this one, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I liked it. I definitely liked it after even this podcast. I liked it more now when I see it again. That's but. why I like doing these cinephiles review, and I hope it, our listeners kind of reflect the same way as when you listen to this. We are literally just sitting down at a dining room table with some beers and snacks talking about a movie we just watched. Yeah. And it's beers gonna, and snacks. I really want to watch Prometheus again after we discuss oh, it. I have I've seen, sure I've seen, I think I've seen it uh, four times now. Really? Prometheus. Yeah. I've seen it four times now. i got to see it again, <laughs> too. And Spider-Man. It, one of the things about that one is like the first time I watched it, and it was terrible. And the second time, I was like, not so bad. And the third time. And every time you watch it, it gets it better gets and better. It gets better and better. So, yeah. yeah, I need to see it again. It's more layers are revealed. Yeah. 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 7.5 like for the, movie the Vinsky watched. scale? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. For sure. Stacy. I haven't decided my rating. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm like, why wouldn't I give it five Tito burritos out of five? And I'm like, I'm trying to think of why I don't. But no, I loved it completely. 
I mean, I thought there was a lot of loose ends, but I, I think of them more as open endings than anything. Yeah. I think my biggest complaint would be um, the neglect of Aunt May. That that hurt me a lot. I'm mm. like, oh, she was Peter, quite the central figure in the Raimi versions. Where yeah, this I, I was kinda, I was disappointed that he didn't know, like that after Uncle Ben's death, that you know Peter wasn't a little bit more you know caring about her. Like, like I thought like he would have pay more attention to her after Ben's death as something for him, you know, because, you know, Ben died looking for him because he neglected so May. Mm-hmm. So well, I was hoping are you that, upset yeah, at Peter Parker or are you I upset think, at the writers? I think I'm upset at Peter Parker. That, and that makes a good think, fucking exactly, movie. You're, exactly. Yeah. That's why I'm having trouble giving it anything less than a five out of five. Um, <laughs> I definitely liked it a lot better than the first. I like Andrew Garfield a lot better than I like Tobey oh, Maguire. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, again, it's really black and white. Two different Spider-Man. Well, you you do. You have two completely different. I mean, you have, like, Tobey Maguire's, like, the wallflower little like nerdy guy and then you had Andrew who has like the skateboard and he's like a nerd but he's cool with it Punk he, he nerd, works yeah. with it you yeah, know? yeah so I, I definitely like Andrew he, a lot he, remind, he reminds me of those like 60s Spider-Man memes that you see yeah, <laughs> like, and exactly. they're all related to <laughs> exactly. and no fucks were given that day yeah, I kind of thought exactly. that's like Andrew Garfield's yeah. approach he's yeah. just like eh fuck it and I think that's what that was part of the whole like neglect to Aunt May thing as well as mm-hmm. he's like you know what I've got these cool powers and now I don't give a shit about I got anything some, I got, else or I like, think it's more of I got some other issues to deal with that's how yeah. I see a normal teenager reacting. Over. You know, even mm-hmm. if it you're seems like, more modernized. Exactly, a, a lot more modernized. It's like it's, it's like Raimi's was trying to stick so close to the comics that his seclusion from his peers was the fact that well, what was secluded mm-hmm. him in the comics? Well, right? I mean, like, what would Toby have done? I mean, like, if you look at Toby's, Toby's Peter Parker compared to Andrew's Peter Parker, like when Flash is bullying the kid, like, like Andrew cuts in and is like, "Hey, let's stop that." But I think Toby would have been the kid getting beaten I'm thinking, up. I'm thinking yeah. Spider Man's pretty hard doing Peter Parker. He's a hard character to. to uh, well, it, it's you know it's I mean? as soon as Andrew Garfield got casted, it's it, that's why I was shocked that the money he's got. You are playing an iconic role in cinema, in fucking TV history, in comic books. But look at the '90s cartoon. I mean, he's a bit more beefy and buffy. Yeah, that's and true. Man. Well, I think that's and just really bad drawings because, like, every even J. Jonah Jameson was humongous. In that. <laughs> Everyone was. They took the same built. model and just changed it's the like hair. Peter <laughs> Flash. And Harry all standing together in the lunchroom, and they're like the exact same body with a different face and clothes. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Hey, those and 90s, all the girls were the exactly. same too, like same body type, just different hair. Those are that's my Spider Man. Yeah, no, that's that's, the 90s that's what I get. Yeah, that's well, Spider Man was the first real superhero that I like that got traction with me in my life. Like, yeah, I mean, you're culturally aware of all kinds of them, and I still to this day, Superman's got to be my favorite. Despite the setback that I feel like his his superpowers are kind of boring because he only has the one weakness and all that, but uh, still it's the uh, Angus comparison. Superman isn't brave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He he just he's unstoppable. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and uh, so Spider Man was the one that I really first you know connected with and had that like teenage even preteen like connection to the the well, story of Peter Parker and the question of responsibility is he the and only everything. Superhero that actually is based in teen. He was the, the first for main sure. uh, character of a comic that had that was that in was a teenager. School. Yeah, he was 15 when he got his powers. Just think about it. everyone that went to uh, high school. The here first, was what if I could just web sling this? Motherfucker? Like because before before yeah, that before that uh, teenage characters in comics were sidekicks. Yeah, we had, we took yeah. I suppose yeah. Robin was 12, but like yeah, what kind of problems you got in elementary school though, right? Like, my parents are dead. My parents are dead. Like way too high. Yeah, no. Spider. I mean, the success of Spider-Man is the fact that like how. Uh, universally, um, how unis- how how universally people can connect to him, right? Relatable. So, yeah, he's very relatable as a character. So, 
So yeah, I, it's like anyone who's reading these comics are like, I've been there, Peter Parker. I have yeah, been yeah. there. <laughs> um, <laughs> on top of the last but not least, how many Totsky hats? Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> how many Totsky hats? Uh, I think I'd give it a solid four out of five, or four point uh, five out of five Totsky hats. Um, That's the uh, highest score yet. No, uh, it's 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 just shy. Well, uh, no, was, I was going to put it at four. <laughs> how many did you say? Four point five. Four point five out of five. Out of five. So nine. Yeah, so nine. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> I love how we have to convert it from not a nine it's, like it's a 4.5 yeah. there should be a mathematical equation for this yeah, exactly. it's just the out of one Totsky hat equals two Tito burritos <laughs> because you can fit two Tito burritos in a Totsky hat there we go the new Totsky special that's how they're served the, you said seven uh, yeah I said seven you said eight eight you said eight eight you said you said ten. If we're talking about burritos, ten. <laughs> ten, and you said nine, essentially. How many of us are there? Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, that one. Of course. Is there six? <laughs> seven. 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 Okay. okay. Overall of eight point two. Eight point two. Okay. Yeah. The, like I said, uh, I thought this I movie. I thought this movie was. Uh, you jerk. I thought it was good. Uh, I thought it's Raimi and and Webb two completely separate. Yeah. It's like, like two separate stories. I find Raimi, like he went right into the whole uh, angst of the whole uh, after Ben's death, which I guess this one did too, but this one focused more on the high school like life and, and the whole... One thing I like, I've always said... Yeah, about he movies, finished his high school in the Raimi one. Yeah, like one thing I've always loved about any movie is character development. That's all I can hear in my headphones. <laughs> one thing I've always loved is character development in any movie. And an hour before we see Spider-Man, I think it's simply amazing because it actually focused straight up on this is what's going on in this character's life. And you actually I've, you feel the love story. I thought Ben may have hated that in aspects, but I think any kind of motion-driven movie gives you definition of why he's doing what he's doing, right? Mm-hmm. And like to yeah. me, I think the only way this would make it more of a perfect movie is if they focused more on Ben. And I like the, Ben's death is what's making him this way. Right? Like McGuire's first story first, right? Like his uh, backstory first. His origin right? story? Yeah. Mm. I thought it was way better. He, well, it or was, comic booky, right? Mm-hmm. He's in the ring. And, well, it was no, fair enough. Like, very, I, like I said, very by the book, as it were. They're two separate movies. I think. Like, I, I really <laughs> well, think yeah, you like, can't you compare them all they want. Yeah, I, I really think movies. like when they went and wrote this reboot, I really think they're like we need to do if anything exactly opposite of what of what Raimi does, because it's such a close timeline, right? Mm. Uh, but it was it was action paced. It was grounded in reality somewhat, which I've always liked about superhero mm-hmm. flicks. Uh, it was believable storyline. Like I said, the only problems I have with it are simply nit. Picky bullshit that really doesn't matter in the whole of it. I recommend it to anyone. I thought it was an absolutely perfect movie. The only thing that I didn't like about this movie is that it wasn't linked in with the rest of the Marvel Universe. And I hopefully <laughs> think that it's just a matter of time for that gets corrected. And any movie that has this disgusting one two-minute scene that's really rocking the internet world yeah. right now proves that you actually wrote a pretty, a pretty damn good a pretty damn good movie. Um, anyone got anything else? So if she could have made a spider antidote. Why didn't she? I think well, she likes him. No, no, here's here's another interesting thing. Would it have worked? We never found out what those spiders were and how sure. like how they transferred oh, power over yeah, to him. We there's like I said, there's yeah. a lot of open stuff in this movie. There was no serum to make him Spider Man, it was yeah, spider exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, they didn't right. create it. Yeah, so we don't really know exactly how but then again, they gave I'm pretty him sure when she was in the menu it was on there though. Connor's kept yeah, yeah, but they, she showed the genetic tree, remember? Because they only had a select few that they were dealing with. Yeah. Well also like Connors was turning back and forth from Connors to Lizard and Spider Man is Spider Man. 
And he, yeah, he keeps the powers he, the whole yeah, time. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. fluctuate at all. That he, might have something to do with it. He might not be yeah, able to be cured at all. I think as a whole, I think this was a good reboot. I think oh, Sony should be proud. It's they're right. I think they could tell they were scared that they didn't know this but might not go over well. It's hard to fail, Spider-Man. Yeah, you'd be surprised. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm still Spider-Man good. three. Yeah. Want to take us out, sir? Well, uh, next the next cinephiles will be talking about the Dark Knight Returns. The next issue, yeah, the next issue. Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, um, a couple of things though to keep people tantalized for that is um, early reviews are already in, and it's like they're talking about Oscar for this movie. Good. Like if, if they said if this isn't if this isn't the superhero movie that wins Oscars in directing, writing, and film, no comic book movie will holy crap yeah so it's yeah apparently yeah, it really yeah. it really delivers on on every aspect uh action storytelling who's the dp for this one huh i'm not sure i can't remember uh, i the story that i'm reading i picture no one's when i said it but i think it was actually the dp because i think i just remember seeing dp anyway i'm hearing someone was interviewed regarding this movie they're like are you worried about what the impact of avengers is going to have on this picture and he's like avengers did not and will not have any impact or will not be compared oh, to different. what we have different in story. Two yeah, different they're, stories, they're, they're two different compared. approaches. Yeah. I'm thinking he said it as in we have a way better fucking movie than what we <laughs> what, did. What were you just asking? Because I've got IMDb. Yeah. Oh, who's what, the DP for DP? Dark Knight Rises? What's that? Director, Director of photography. photography. Maybe you find it. <laughs> now, with, anyway. that, with that being said, um, I guess uh, I could raise the, again the point, the fact that... How many children are going to be able to sit through this movie? <laughs> okay, they're back down. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that's what they're shooting for either. You know what I, mean? yeah. I don't think they're shooting for make more money. It's more I just think they're shooting for. No, the, the I already, I already, I was expecting hands down that this was going to be the better movie out of all. Say no, Batman Forever, man. Yeah, I hope. Different. Yeah, I know. Different. I'm more. So next <laughs> issue. So no Val Kilmer. Just okay. waiting for this visit in car. There's no colorful villain. You're telling me Jim Carrey's not in this movie? Fuck. Can we return those tickets? I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not going. Fuck the Batman. Dark Knight Rises. All right. You going to send us out with something or are you kind of feeling low? Feeling low, man. Feeling low. Pretty tired. All right. Four. Issue. I don't even know what number we're on. What are we at? Four. The Spider-Man issue of Cinephiles. (laughs) I'm Todski. I'm Tito. I'm Stacy. I'm Skip. Ashcake. Zach. Steve. Life is like the movies, folks. You can't judge it until you've seen it with your own eyes. See you next time. Cinephiles, part of the Wyman Podcast Network.